Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Indeed, Sarah, smile indeed by Hall Notes from 1976, and we do make you smile, ladies and gentlemen, here at episode 136 from Monday, April the 9th, 2018, ladies and gentlemen, the day after the Masters and eight days after Easter, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed your weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back here with episode number 136, ladies and gentlemen, and boy, oh boy, you picked a good day here to be at Raw Radio. I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry T. Girolamo, along with my cohort, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Anil Patel, the rattlesnake, is in the chat box. He will be joining us here in a little bit. Also, we will be hearing, hopefully, from Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, this afternoon. Unfortunately, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, will not be with us today due to a prior obligation, but we hope to hear from him later on this week. In the meantime, John, we have a lot to talk about, so let's get into it right now. Uh, as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, just before we went on the air, we have some breaking news coming in, ladies and gentlemen, and here is the breaking news we have for you. According to reports, Pro Wrestling Sheet has reported that Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon got into a verbal altercation after last night's WrestleMania show. The site claims that Lesnar was livid when he returned to the backstage gorilla position and, quote, went off on Vince, and Vince was not happy. They added that sources claim that the incident was brief and heated, with Lesnar, however, throwing the Universal title either at a wall or directly at Vince McMahon. No word yet on what the cause of the altercation was, but Lesnar apparently did apparently go off script near the end of last night's show, so that may have something to do with it. John, your thoughts about this breaking story? Wow. Do we see uh, any repercussions out of this? Does this mean that Brock will be having to give up the title, maybe as early as tonight? Or does there uh, going to be a small minor thing come out of this? I mean, what's your spin and take on this? Oh, I think Vince is going to come out and say Brock Lesnar walked out, and now we have no universal champion. 
It could happen. It could very well happen, but we'll definitely see here at the top of 8 o'clock tonight, live from the Smoothie King Center, ladies and gentlemen, in New Orleans. It should be a very interesting night down there on Bourbon Street, if you will. We'll be keeping a close eye on this story in more ways than one. John, another story that broke in over the weekend, apparently, was Alicia Fox got a little hot with Ronda Rousey's husband at a hotel, we understand. And right now, WWE doesn't know what to do with her. She definitely had a little... uh, Let's just say some choice words to say over the weekend there. And WWE has not said what they'll do with her yet. Your thoughts about this story? Oh, I think they're going to suspend her. I would think so. I would think so, especially the way she was acting. Of course, she shoved a cameraman out of the way, we understand. I think it was a WWE cameraman, if I'm not mistaken. And her friend who was filming the whole thing at the time told her to... uh, just basically stopped being the way she was, and unfortunately she didn't listen. Well, let's just say she might have bent the rules a little bit and definitely maybe broke them all off, however, if you will. No pun intended, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this past uh, weekend, if you will. Also, another story, John, going on is the Masters. Patrick Reed, if you will, of course, is your new Masters champion. Ricky Fowler and uh, Jordan Spieth almost made it a big run there at Augusta. But Patrick Reed, despite the fact his attitude is not that great, however, did become the Green Jacket champion. Your thoughts about this story? Congratulations. Indeed, and of course he shot a 71 despite the fact that Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, and Ricky Fowler tried to make a serious run at this thing. Ricky Fowler more than anyone along with Jordan Spieth shooting a 64 and 67 respectively to close out the round, but they could not hold off Patrick Reed, who despite having a rough day, however, had a big attitude problem, however, apparently with a lot of the fans yesterday there down in Augusta, Georgia, but we will definitely be watching this very carefully. In the meantime, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, John will have a lot to talk about at 11.30 p.m. Hour on Facebook Live, ladies and gentlemen, at GROHS at Facebook.com. We'll talk about Mania Takeover and the other breaking news stories that he hears between now and later this evening. Of course, that is going to be very interesting. Also, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about Mania and the aftermath of Monday Night Raw, the night after WrestleMania, if you will. John, just a second. Hold on. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, as I said, however, mind you, however, uh, like I said, we will talk about Mania and the aftermath of Mania tomorrow night on Revolution 138055-pound. We also have a big trivia contest coming up tomorrow night. And at 7 o'clock, we'll take you back into our time machine in place, however, at 139926-pound, ladies and gentlemen. With Wrestling Revisited, Gerard T. Smith and I will take you into the time machine while John will have your birthdays and dates tomorrow on Revolution. I will have the news headlines along with Gerard, so we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow night. Anyway, John, however, we'll talk more about NXT TakeOver as well as WrestleMania here in just a few minutes. But now let's go to birthdays and dates, as I understand you have some big news pertaining to that. So let's go to you with that. Okay. Sorry, my niece is over here, folks. Uh, she has a, She's getting better. She had a little bit of a, a cold over the weekend. She's... Uh, did not go to school. Her sister is going to be here shortly, however, for a little bit. And then she'll be staying here for a while until her dad picks her up and everything like that. But anyway, go on. Yep. All right. And while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, let's remind you that Wolfpack Radio, ladies and gentlemen, will be on Thursday night, one three eight five two one pounds Be sure to check that out. Also, you can go back and listen to Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. It was a very interesting pre-show I heard yesterday, John. I think you were there, I heard. And Nell was there. Michelle and the gang were there. So definitely listen to that and go back into the archives. You can listen to that. How We are about uh, less than 15 episodes away from hitting the century mark of 500. Okay. All right. 
I think I got it. Okay. All right. 32 years ago today, WWE presented WrestleMania 2. Yes. From the Nassau Veterans Club Memorial Coliseum, the Rosemont Horizon, and the Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena. Yes, this was the only time they would do uh, three on a Monday night, believe it or not, I remember. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, Mr. T, B. Ronnie Piper in New York. Yep. By DQ. Yep. Um, Andre the Giant won a battle royal in Rosemont. And also, it was the Bulldogs winning the titles that night against the Dream Team and the late Lester Sonny V, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, did pass away last Wednesday. We understand Thomas Sullivan, a very unique gentleman, however, however, who will miss tremendously, however. And I believe he was being uh, laid out today, if I'm not mistaken. And I believe his service is tomorrow, Wednesday. And Hulk Hogan beat King Kong Bundy by escape in a steel cage match. Yes, Tommy Lasorda, of course, was the guest ring announcer. Uh, Robert Conrad, of course, of Wild Wild West. Ricky Schroeder, formerly of TV Silver Spoons of the 80s, were also in attendance at that show, along with uh, other people, including uh, um, Elvira, believe it or not. We also understand that uh, Dick Buckus and Refrigerator Perry were in Chicago. And, of course, we saw what happened in New York however, with the Haiti Kid, Joe Frazier, and Lou Duva, and the Piper, Mr. T-Bow. 21 years ago today... On Nitro from Huntsville, Alabama, Ultimo Dragon won the WCW World Television title over yes. Prince Ikea. Yes, that's right. 13 years ago today, I mean, 15 years ago today, The Rock defeated Jeff Hardy in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as it turned out to be The Rock's final match. And speaking of Jeff Hardy, could we see him return soon? I don't know. Well, play and see. Five years ago today, WWE presented WrestleMania 29, Greatness versus Redemption, from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Hmm. And that was The Undertaker defeated CM Punk. Yes. That was the last time we would see the streak be defended. Mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio retained the World Heavyweight title as it would be the final world title match yes. in WrestleMania history. Yes, and John Cena yep. defeated The Rock when the WWE title. And speaking of Alberto Del Rio, ladies and gentlemen, we want to talk about him for just a minute. Over the weekend, we understand he was supposed to be at a showdown in New Orleans however, with uh, Lucha Underground and Impact Wrestling. He failed to show up, however, and WWE, or excuse me, not WWE, Impact Wrestling, however, did in fact suspend him on Saturday. Yesterday morning, they did terminate his contract. So apparently he is not wrestling anymore for that company. We do not know where he'll end up next. He might go back to Mexico. He might try his luck in WWE again, which I don't think will happen, but you never know. John, your thoughts about this? I don't know. Either. Go on. Four years ago today on Raw from New Orleans, Louisiana. Hey, defeated AJ John, Lee and John, hold on a second. I'll be right back. Cody, where are you? Up here to listen to my show. Just be careful. 
Sorry about that. I'm trying to I'm trying to do two things at once here, guys. I mean, it's crazy right now. Go on. Uh, four years ago today on Raw from New Orleans, Louisiana, Paige made her main roster debut by defeating AJ Lee in under 79 seconds when the WWE gave us championship. Yep, I was there for that show, and that was the same night we said goodbye. That was one of the last appearances we'd see of the Ultimate Warrior, sadly, too. Yeah. Do we have any birthdays? You can put that stuff on the bed. Go ahead. Sorry, John. Go ahead. I'm talking to my niece here. Go ahead. Do we have any birthdays? I did not. I don't believe so. I could be wrong. We'll uh, look into that. That is for uh, what day again? April 7th, right? Yep. All right. Let's take a look while we're doing that. Let's go to April 8th. I'll look at that right now while we're looking at that. Okay. Um... Um, let's take a look here. Uh, April 7th, we do have, let's see, David Otonga, yes, did celebrate a birthday. Uh, Darren Drozdoff, Sanjay Dutt, believe it or not, all celebrating a birthday. Our David Otonga, of course, uh, turned uh, this past weekend, I believe, 36. If I'm not saying 38, let's just check here. Yes, he's 38, the Harvard grad. Darren Drozdoff, of course, turning 49. Of course, we all know him as Puke. And Sanjay Dutt of TNA, believe it or not, I believe, turned 36. So happy birthday to these gentlemen. We don't have any... I'm trying to get to April 8th. What's that? I'm I'm trying to get to April 8th. (laughs) No problem, no problem. Take your time. And while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that this Wednesday night we will have a triple stacker for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes. Be sure to join Mr. W.C. and myself, Anel, John, and the rest of the game where we talk about the latest movie, politics, and sports. And then at 8 o'clock, the wrestling debate will have definitely a heated debate this week once again with the aftermath of WrestleMania. Who knows what else we'll be discussing? 139925-pound. And then 9 o'clock, of course, will be SmackDown live recap and also, I'm sure... More talk about the aftermath of WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen, coming up. However, and the caller ID is the same as Tuesday and Friday show, but the debate show is one three nine nine two five pound. Okay, I think I got it. All right. And while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to remind you that last week, of course, however, was Charlotte Flair's birthday, Diamond Dallas's Page's birthday, and the High Chief, the late High Chief. Peter Mayavia. <laughs> Come on, wake up there, John. I know everyone's asleep last night. I think we're all feeling it. Yeah. And uh, while we're also talking about uh, people, however, very unique, however, let's take a look here, ladies and gentlemen. We can tell you also, Jackie Chan had a birthday this past week. Happy birthday to him and Russell Crowe, uh, let's just say. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, we're looking to see uh, some other uh, famous people who had a birthday here on uh Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, very happy birthday to them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I believe, however, it would have been, yeah, those are some of the birthdays, however, from Saturday. All right. All right. Hey, I'm doing my best, man. Take your time. I know you just, uh, you're feeling it right now. Just and I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, also, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, ladies and gentlemen, there is a major, major issue right now on Route 30 there in Pittsburgh. John, I'm sure you may have seen the video for this. If not, 
Uh, you'll have to check it out. The Sun Collapse of Route 30, however, in Pittsburgh, just outside of Pittsburgh, will be closed for months, apparently. The road is falling apart. It's been falling apart all weekend. And apparently... Uh, uh, it's what road now? Route 30 in Pittsburgh, just outside of Pittsburgh, in East Pittsburgh. It's like a landslide. It's It's been crazy. It's been very scary, too. Wow. Yeah. I know it's pretty, it's pretty scary. Let's just say so. You might want to check out the video on that. Maybe if you can find it on YouTube, it's been uh, all over uh, social media the last three or four days, however. But they're going to have that closed down at least till maybe July or August. They're saying now. That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. But I do can tell you uh, a little, little side note. Five years ago today, Dolph Ziggler won the world heavyweight title on April eighth. I do recall that. Yes. I do know another event that happened on April 8th, I think uh, you might recall this, however, are apparently, however, is there is, on this day, Tower, the AWA had their last Super Clash show, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think Larry Zabisco won a title, too, on April 8th. Yeah, I believe you're correct there, John. Yes, I will definitely look into that research here. Yes, indeedy. Let's take a look. Mm-hmm. In fact, I will pull that up right now. I'll tell you about that right now. Hold on a second. Uh, let's see here. Yes, Super Clash 4. It was on this day in uh, 1990 that he won. You're right, John. Larry Sabisco defeated Mr. Saito. Uh, Tully Blanchard was in action. Uh, Baron Von Raschke, John Nord against Yoko Ozuna, and the Texas Hangman, Killer and Psycho, defeating DJ. And also, I heard Spike Dudley won the Title. Yep. Indeed, yep. On April 8th. Mm-hmm, certainly. And uh, we knew about the Ultimate Warrior staff. Yes, I was I was coming back from Dallas that night when it happened. I remember that. I told you. Yep. And do we have any birthdays? We do not on Sunday. Oh. All right. So let's go to April 9th. Yes. I not find anything on April 8th. Well, we 31 know. years ago today, Jim Crockett promotion finalized the purchase of Mid-South Sports. Yes, the UWF. That's right. 18 years ago today, Mike Austin announced that he had signed with WCW. Yes, because he would show up the next night. That's right. He was on that Saturday night show. I remember. I think it was in Buffalo. Hold on a second. Okay, go on. You're fine, Locke, right? Sorry. 17 years ago today, Kazuki Fajita defeated Scott Norton when the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, you're getting better at Japanese than I am. I never took Japanese. I didn't speak any languages in school, and you're doing better than me with my Japanese now. I got to admit, though. 13 years ago today in New York, Delaware, P.D. Williams won the Wrestling Association Super 8 Tournament. Yes. Eight years ago today, women's company wrestling promotion WrestleWitch just went on hiatus. Yep. Seven years ago today, Kurt Angle pled guilty to reckless driving. Yes, that's right. I do recall that. And look at him now, several years later. A Hall of Famer, uh, kind of clean, and somewhat clean, too. Hey. A few years ago today, yes. Sexy Star beat Mil Mutrish to win the Aztec 
War Fork 3 in the Lucha Underground Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what else do we have? I believe one of the NXT guys... Uh, whoops, I just had it. Bianca Belair, believe it or not, Bianca, yes, is celebrating a 29th birthday today. Okay. I'm oh, going to go back to uh, 1865 because... Oh, yes, the Civil War. This is not wrestling related, but the Civil War yes. ended. Yes, it did. And, of course, we would see what would tragically happen, uh, sad to say, however, three days later. Saturday, no, actually it was Saturday, April 14th. So five days later. So it'll be this. It'll be five days later. However, okay. Yeah. Is that all we got? Yep, that's it. All right, we'll have those posted to you right away. And on this day in history, thank you very much, John. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three eight ten four four pound. This is episode one thirty six. We are expecting the rattles thinking Al Patel along with myself. However, this afternoon we got the human suplex machine on. We are hopefully expecting Mr. WCW Chad Hinch on the line there this afternoon too. We also hope to hear from some more people as well. But Fonzie, the heartbreak kid, is not with us today due to a prior obligation. But he will check back in with us later on this week, Howard. Uh, one other thing I want to point out, ladies and gentlemen, the NHL playoffs are starting very soon. John, your boys have got a big, tough first round with Columbus, while Pittsburgh's got Philadelphia. That should be a really good matchup. Yeah. And, of course, the playoffs start this week, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the playoffs, I believe, will start tomorrow. Your boys will be starting tomorrow, John. My boys will be starting Wednesday there here in Pittsburgh against Philly. That should be very fun, Howard, so we will be watching that very carefully. Also, ladies and gentlemen, earlier today, the Pittsburgh Pirates home opener, or excuse me, the Chicago Cubs home opener, if you will, was snowed out, if you will, believe it or not, because of bad weather, however, but they're going to be scheduled for tomorrow, however. Uh, John, I know your boys played uh, the Mets this past weekend. They struggled last night. Overall, how did they fare in their first week at home? What? How did the Nats fare in their first week at home? They fared bad. Yeah. And this is surprising because I picked the Nats to win the East, however, and they're really off to a tough start, however. But I'll tell you, you're talking about a surprise, however. My Pittsburgh Pirates, even though it's so early, they've won seven of their first nine, however. They're off to a really, really good start, however. But let's see if they can continue now on the road for the next few weeks. Of course, they will be traveling to Chicago, and I believe they head to Miami after this before they return home to face Philadelphia Milwaukee. But we will definitely be watching this very carefully. Of course, the NFL draft just around the corner, too, folks. There is still talk about some trades maybe happening. We don't know really yet. The NBA playoffs are starting to heat up very soon. We know that the Sixers are right now maybe the hottest team in the league. So, folks, things are getting very interesting as the weather is trying to finally make a break for it, Howard, and make us uh, smell the flowers and let's just say uh, smell the grass, if you will. But right now, Howard, it's still flurrying a little bit. In fact, today it is 36 degrees outside as we speak, Howard. So that is the temperature at the moment here at 3.18 p.m. Anyway, let's talk now about TakeOver, John, and of course, we'll hopefully hear from Anel shortly. Overall, what a show this was. 13,955 showed up in New Orleans this past Saturday night. Your thoughts about TakeOver? It was awesome. Yes, it was, and we'll talk about each match individually here in just a second. Amato, you're doing pretty good, though, i got to say. Very good. 
Anyway, we're going to talk now about the matches in detail and give you our thoughts on We will hopefully hear from Anel shortly, ladies and gentlemen. In the meantime, let's get into the matches right now. John, the first match of the night was the ladder match for the inaugural North American Championship power of NXT. Adam Cole, baby, defeated EC3, Killian Dane, Laura Sullivan, Ricochet, and the Velveteen Dream. I took Laura Sullivan in my prediction tower, and I would have taken Cole, however, but I didn't know he was going to do double duty. But boy, oh boy, these six guys really gave it a great start here in the Big Easy on Saturday night. Your thoughts about the match? I agree. Okay. Up next, Shayna Baszler defeated Ember Moon by TKO. I got a hand to you on this one. You called this one right, Howard. Yep, I, I did. And Ember, I did. Does this mean Ember Moon is on her way to the roster, or do we see one last match with these two? Maybe a last woman standing match in Chicago coming up in June. I believe one last match between the two. I think so. I would agree with you there. And, of course, speaking of NXT TakeOver Chicago, tickets go on sale this Saturday, folks. If you're in the Windy City, folks, get ready. Money in the Bank and TakeOver will be coming to the Chicagoland area in June. You can get your tickets this Friday and Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at the All-State Arena. Get ready, folks. That is going to be epic, to say the least. Up next, however, the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, minus Bobby Fish, did defeat the Office of Pain and Roderick Strong. But, John, the story here was not only who won, but what happened afterward. Roderick Strong now is the newest member of the Undisputed Era, however, and attacked his partner. Your thoughts about the Undisputed Era retaining the belts and winning the Dusty Trophy? Oh, (laughs) I can't believe that Roderick Strong would turn his back on him. Indeed, yes. A lot of people were surprised about that. I would agree there. No question about it. Very good point there, John, indeed. Up next, of course, the semi-main event. Alistair Black, however, did paint it black, no pun intended, and defeated Sin Almas, however, with the NXT title in Selena Vega, a.k.a. Via Trinidad. Your thoughts about Alistair Black, the new NXT champion? Congrats go out to him. Certainly, and of course, Andreas Sin almost a good run for him as champion, even though he came close to tying Shinsuke Nakamura and Kevin Owens' record of being in the top six of all-time champions, Tower of NXT champion. Unfortunately, that reign is now gone, but up in smoke. i got to ask you, Howard, do we see Sin almost up on the main roster soon, or do you think they keep him down just a little bit more? Keep him a little bit more. Well, I kind of have to agree there, but you never know. They might bring him up to the roster. We'll have to wait and see. He did compete in that Battle Royal, of course, in January in Philadelphia, if you will. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the main event. This was the match that really stole the show, I thought, how like the latter match did. Johnny Russell, Johnny Gargano taking on his DIY mate, Thomas Chiappa. 37 minutes they gave it. The rules were simple. If Gargano won, he was brought back to NXT. If he lost, he would be done once and for all. John, these guys did not hold back. 37 minutes they gave it. They should have given this an hour. Your thoughts about this one? Yeah, they should have. Indeed, no question about it. So overall, on a scale of 1 to uh, 10, what would you rate this one? To me, this was about an 8, almost an 8.5, if you ask me. 8.5. 8.5 as well. Okay, thank you very much, John. And now, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Buckle up your seatbelts, however, as we say. However, we are now going to talk about WrestleMania 34. And last night, they had 78,133 in attendance there at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, down there on Bourbon Street, if you will. But before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, coming up, April the 27th, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, April the 27th, however, at King Abdullah International Stadium 
in Jediah, Saudi Arabia. They will have the greatest Royal Rumble match of all time. And John, one match has now been signed for this match hour, as well as like five competitors for the Rumble. First off, here are the five competitors for the Rumble. Daniel Bryan, Big Show, Kane, Braun Strowman, and Bray Wyatt. In addition to that, two matches now have been listed for the Big Show. John Cena versus Triple H. And are you ready for this, John? In a ladder match for the IC title, the new champion, Seth Rollins, will maybe rematch against The Miz if Miz uh, does go over to Saudi Arabia. Otherwise, he'll be staying here playing Mr. Mom and Dad and everything like that. However, we'll meet The Miz, meeting Finn Balor, meeting Samoa Joe, and a fatal four-way for the IC title. Your thoughts about this? Wow, that's shaping up to be a good, good card. Indeed, however, ladies and gentlemen, and as we said, It'll be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, on April the 27th, live from King Abdullah International Stadium in Jediah, Saudi Arabia, simply known as the Jewel. They usually seat about 62,000, which actually that's a record attendance, however, which is pretty good. I think they could get anywhere between 70 and 75,000 in this venue. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there at the Greatest Royal Rumble coming up, ladies and gentlemen. It is scheduled for 7 o'clock Saudi Arabia time, 12 o'clock Eastern, with the pre-show beginning at 11 o'clock in the morning. And that will be coming up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking at my calendar here. That will be coming up two weeks from Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're uh, looking for a lunchtime special, however, early in the afternoon on WWE.com, however, check it out, however. We'll be updating you, however, on Friday night on Revolution that night to let you know what happened there in Saudi Arabia. And, yes, folks, for the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, this is no joke, 50 men. 50 men will be competing. Probably the greatest Royal Rumble match ever. I'm surprised they're playing 50 guys here, however. This is just incredible beyond words, to say the least. Now, let's talk about WrestleMania 34. And, of course, last night, ladies and gentlemen, we had quite a night of action, if you will. First off, let's get to the pre-show matches, if you will. First off, John, Matt Hardy, of course, winning against Baron Corbin as Bray Wyatt was with him afterward. I picked Ty Dillinger, but the Woken Warriors definitely got woken up, however, and they definitely had reason to smile, if you will. And again, we want to acknowledge our friend, the Rouse Thinking El Patel, is in the chat box. And now, if you want to give us a call right now, we're ready to talk WrestleMania with you, and of course, anyone else as well. Your thoughts about this matchup overall? Oh, good battle royal. And I was shocked that Bray Wyatt yes, came back. Indeed. Yes, I was too. I was too, especially after what had happened a few weeks before in the uh, compound match. If you will, hold on a second. What are you eating? Did she give it to you? Yeah. Sorry, I was on my knees there, and she's saying hello to everyone out there. All right. Hi. Yes, yeah, she says hi. Up next, however, is our uh, next match. Uh, Naomi beating Bailey, believe it or not, in the women's match. However, I thought it was going to be Ruby Ryan. Any? Yeah, sorry about that. Your thoughts about this matchup overall? Go ahead. Uh, the women, the cruiserweight match. No, the women's battle royal. Oh, Naomi winning the battle royal. That was a shot. <laughs> yes, I would agree there. Originally, I had Ruby Riot in that match with Becky Lynch, but hats off to Naomi. We'll see what she does now, becoming the new women's uh, battle royal trophy participant. Uh, the cruiserweight match is next, and you were just about to talk about that. Cedric Alexander being Mustafa Ali. This was a good match, however, I thought. But Mustafa Ali came up a little short, no pun intended, by winning this one. Your thoughts about this? Um, so Cedric Alexander, I knew he was going to win the Cruiserweight title. 
Yes, indeed. And the question is now, will he hold it for a while, or is he going to be giving it back? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what the future of 205 Live has to be like, but time will only tell. Uh, so there you go. Uh, up next was our first match of the evening. Seth Rollins, we just talked about The Miz, taking on Finn Balor. Seth is your new IC champion. I had Finn on this one. John, I think you had Rollins on this one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I did. And I must give you props on that, indeed. Your thoughts about this triple threat? Um, Seth Rollins, what a surprise to win, win the Intercontinental title, Grand Slam champion. Indeed, and he did not have Dean Ambrose on this one, however, which really surprised me. I thought he would have played a part in this, but he did not. Uh, but before we do uh, tell you anything else, here are the participants that were in the women's battle world real quick. Dana Brooke, Harry Zane, Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, Lana, even though I didn't see her, Mickey James, Natty, Payne Royce, Ruby Riott, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville, and a couple others, however, including Carmella, uh, Connor Victor, Dash Wilder, Dawson, Ro- Raleigh, Dolph Ziggler, Vandango Breeze, Goldust, Slater Rhino, Zack Ryder Primo, uh, Colin, uh, King, Hart Hawkins, Benjamin Gable, Aiden English, Luke Allison, Anderson, Truth, Dallas, Axel, Tyson O'Neill, Paul Sinkar, and the Miracle all competed in the men's battle war. So there you go, the participants who were involved in that. Up next, Sean was one of the shockers of the night, Charlotte defeating Asuka by submission. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, I didn't think Asuka's streak would come to an end. Indeed, however, and after two years as champion, however, I didn't think so either, but hats off to the Queen. She definitely defeated the Empress tonight, however, and definitely showed, however, that she was still the Queen, however. I'm glad Carmella did not cash in. That was one of the few smart things they were done right, however, throughout the night, however. That was actually one of the smart calls of the evening, if you ask me. So, uh, there you go. Uh, of course, that match went 13 minutes even. Up next, Sean, one of the few disappointments of the evening. Jinder Mahal, of course, defeating Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Rusev Day with Aiden English, however, to win the U.S. title. Your thoughts? Um, Jinder winning the title, just like he won the WWE title from Randy Orton. And do we see this feud continuing on for a while? Do you think this is the beginning of the end of the program with him and Randy, and him and Rude, and maybe Rusev will get into it with each other? I don't really know where they're going from here. I think him and Orton are still scheduled to fight. Yes, indeed. Very good point there. Up next, of course, was one of the few good matches of the evening. Kurt and Ronda Rousey defeating Hunter and Stephanie. To me, this was like WrestleMania 1. I told this to Anel. I told this to Chad earlier today. And I told this to Fonzie late last night. Your thoughts about this matchup with these four? Um, who? What? Kurt and Ronda versus Hunter and Stephanie. Oh, great match. Similar to WrestleMania 1 between... Piper yes. and Orndorff against Hogan and Mick. Yes, indeed. And I'll tell you, the fans were really into it. I mean, they really were. And you got to give Ronda some credit. you definitely got to give Hunter and Stephanie credit, too, especially Stephanie holding her own and carrying Ronda. But Ronda definitely also made them look good. But it was definitely a feud in the making, and I can see this feud definitely continue on. We'll have to wait and see what happens tonight, obviously. That's the big question. Up next, of course, the Bludgeon Brothers, the ones I picked correct, however, defeated the Usos and the New Day, however. It seems like Harper and Rowan right now are ready to lay the hammer on anyone and everyone in their wake, however, and showing no mercy. Your thoughts about the Bludgeons taking the tag team titles? Oh, man, I knew it was going to happen. Yes, indeed. Very good point there. Good point, indeed. Up next, of course, was one of the interesting segments of the night again. However, The Undertaker and John Cena finally saw the match, but it was a quick match. I was disappointed in this one. This was one of the bigger disappointments of the evening. Your thoughts about this one? Yeah, it was a disappointment. 
Yes, I would agree there. Very good point there. Up next, Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac, of course, defeating KO and Sami Zayn. Of course, KO and Sami still out of a job for the time being, but they might be on Raw tonight. You never know. They might show up on SmackDown tomorrow by a new GM. There's been talk Jeff Jarrett might be in the running for that. Your thoughts about D. Bryan and Shane O'Mac. D. Bryan looked pretty good. Shane didn't look too bad, even though he is still not 100%. But D. Bryan, I thought, looked pretty damn good for being back in the ring for the first time in a while. Yeah, yeah, I think he proved that. He still got it. He does, and let's just hope he stays healthy. Now, that's the big question, however. Hopefully he can do that. Up next, of course, another disappointment for John Howard, and he's not going to like talking about this, but I have to bring it up anyway. Nia Jax, I told you, was going to win, however. He, she did defeat yeah, his girl, Alexa and Mickey. Uh, where do they go from here involving Alexa now? Because there's been talk that it could be Oscar and Nia, but what happens now with Alexa? Where do they go from here with Alexa? Well, I think the superstar shakeup is coming again, and yes, I think she might up. go back to SmackDown. Yeah, she could take on possibly Charlotte. She could take on Carmella. She could do that here possibly. You never know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Very good point indeed. Up next, of course, uh, another great match here, John. AJ Styles against Nakamura. We just talked about it before the show began today. However, mind you, however, uh, Shinsuke goes heel. AJ retains. Your thoughts? Um... Uh, the, the low blow by Shinsuke and the good match. I mean, first off, good match between these two. But as yeah. for Shinsuke turning heel, I was shocked. Yeah, I was too. I, my jaw was hanging off open for a while. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Very good point there indeed, John. Uh, next was uh, one of another disappointment matches of the evening. Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Apparently the son of referee John Cone, however teamed up to take Cesaro and Sheamus, and apparently Braun Strowman and Nicholas won the title. Now i got to ask you this one. What do you think, and does Braun find a new partner, and who is it? I think Braun's going to have a new partner. Okay, and who do you think it'll be? I'm thinking it's going to be Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, too? Okay, thank you very much. And uh, from there, we go to the main event, Howard, which we talked about. There was a lot of friction. Wade Keller said that this match was a disaster. In fact, Howard, Keller noted today that the tired and disinterested crowd booed Roman, chanted CM Punk, boring, and this is awful. Also, Howard, as for the other matches, Howard, he said that Styles and Nakamura was a letdown given the expectations. Cena Taker was crowd-pleasing. The mixed tag match went above as well as anyone could have hoped. And Oscar failing to, quote, really showcase her signature stops for losing, almost felt like a downgrade in Vince's faith in her. What do you think about Wade's comments here from the Pro Wrestling Torch today? I agree. I kind of agree with a couple of those assessments. I don't agree with uh, the Cena thing. I think he's totally wrong about that. Styles Nakamura I thought was pretty good, however, except for the finish, like I said, although it was decent. Uh, the main event I definitely agree with, however, it went on way too long, went 16 minutes and change. Uh, give us your take on this one, Helen. Um, yeah, that was a letdown to mm-hmm. me. Certainly, certainly. Uh, so there you have it, folks, uh, our thoughts about WrestleMania 34. Uh, that being said, uh, let's go to John now with final thoughts about this uh, overall show. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this? To me, this was about a 6, 6.5, I feel. 7. You're going to go a little higher than me. Okay. And we also want to acknowledge, ladies and gentlemen, that Guest 4 is now logged into the chat. Guest 4, welcome to the show. you got myself and John on the show. Uh, if you want to give us who your name is and where you're from, we'd like to hear from you as well, ladies and gentlemen. We're also expecting Anel Patel calling in here shortly, ladies and gentlemen, as the Rattlesnake will be checking in with us here in just a few moments here, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to 
keep you up to date on the NHL playoffs, as we said. A lot going down, however, mind you, however. In fact, however, we're uh, definitely going to keep you up to date with this story. And uh, I believe we also have some other stories going on. In fact, right now, joining us on the line, I see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is now with us, ladies and gentlemen. He is from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. He is Hulk Hogan's neighbor, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, it is always sunny in Tampa, as we like to say, how where everything is just glorious, shall we say. Let us welcome him to the show, ladies and gentlemen, our very good friend and a Hall of Famer and also the movie trivia champion here at one point, ladies and gentlemen, but hopes to get back another piece of gold down the road, and I think he will eventually. Let us welcome him in, the man who likes to bite, Howard, and usually finds a way to strike when it, the iron is hot, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, our very good friend, Mr. Anel Patel. Anel, welcome to 136. <clears throat> Thanks for the intro, as always. <laughs> no problem, no problem. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about TakeOver. I know uh, we went over the TakeOver results. Uh, you probably read about them. Okay, John, thank you very much. And overall, we also talked about WrestleMania. Let's uh, get your uh, thoughts about the overall consensus as far as WrestleMania and TakeOver. I know you probably read the TakeOver show, but let's get your thoughts about TakeOver. There were some pretty good matches Saturday night. Uh, yeah, so I like the uh, so I like the six man uh, um, North American Championship match. I mean, I had Ricochet to win it because Ricochet did uh, pull out a fight. Like, wow, he went through tables, through ladders, but at the end of the day, you know, you saw um, what? Who won? Who won that ladder match? That was Adam Cole. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, one half of Undisputed Era. Yeah, he came out on top. Uh, well, I didn't really, I didn't really agree to that one. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wish someone else won it, but yeah, uh, I had Lars Sullivan, of course, in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, your thoughts about uh, the uh, later in the show? We saw Sin Almas, of course, lose the NXT title, and then he also, uh, like I said, Sin Almas lost the title. But we also saw, apparently, on uh, Saturday Night Tower, a great match between Gargano and Chiappa. Your thoughts about those two? Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm glad. Um... So I'm glad Alistair Black is the new champ. You know, like I said, he's he's been uh, he's been uh, extraordinary so far. Like his uh, his entrance is it gives me chills. You know, everyone probably oh, yeah. says that. His, his, yeah, it's the chilling uh, entrance that he makes. But at the end of the day, you know, he's all about uh, he's all about uh, the fight. So he he brings the fight to to he brought the fight to Cian Almas. I'll give him that. So yes, uh, glad to see him win the title for a change. And then yeah, the two. Uh, uh, the uh, I, uh, DIY guys, yeah, I know. Yep. It was it was hard to see both of them fight each other, but at least uh, Johnny Gargano saved his job. You know, it was it was it was like if he loses, he's gone. But at least he he fought for another day, so to speak. So he's indeed he's back in NXT. Yes, he is, and of course they went 40 minutes long. What a match that was, no question about mm-hmm. it. Indeed, very good point indeed. And we do have some baseball news to report right now. Tampa Bay and the White Sox are playing right now. It is 1-1 going into the fourth inning. Of course, the Pirates and the Cubs were rained out, of course, earlier today because of nasty weather. While Atlanta and Washington are playing tonight, however, in Washington, John, in John's neck of the woods, uh, the Red Sox, your boys and now are off today. Uh, one okay. thing I did mention, obviously, however, I know you're not a big golf fan, but you got to admit, however, once again, there was drama at the Masters. Patrick Reed, of course, pulled off the miracle, but some people said he was not very happy at winning. Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler came close to winning the jacket. Your thoughts about this? Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I knew Tiger finished 32. That's what, that's what people were really talking about today. Like they were like, man, we haven't we haven't seen the old Tiger in so many years, and I don't think we'll see him see him anyways. You know, he he was good back in the back in the 2000s, but uh, since then he's been he's been quiet. You know, he's 
He's yeah. got back issues, like you said. You know, he, he can't swing the way he used to. So he's, he's dealing with a lot of issues. But, yeah, the winner, I mean, I, I guess it's controversial because I, I don't really know who know that person that won. Patrick, yeah, they said he had some issues with his family, however. They wanted to be there in person. They wanted to hug their son, the big brother, but instead, however, the Masters winner's parents and sister hugged each other at their family so close because apparently he has not a really good relationship with his family, apparently, I heard. And this is legit. Mm, and a lot okay. of people said he has a little bit of an attitude problem. Uh, I will see Jordan Spieth gave it his all. I mean, he almost won the darn thing. He shot a 64. Ricky Fowler's coming through soon. I'm telling you right now, I've been on this guy's butt the last three years, however, and more than that, I should say. This guy is so due, however, for a win. It's not even funny, however. I mean, this guy has a chance to win something, and it's coming. And already him, Rory McIlroy, and Spieth are 10-to-1 odds right now going into the U.S. Open in June at Shinnecock Hills there in New York. That's going to be a challenge for them. Of course, that is a tough course to play on, as you know. So we'll see what happens in June with the second big major. And uh, one other thing I do want to point out, talking about baseball uh, real quick, you know, and you're going to like this, and John didn't mention this. It was on this date today, and this is going to make you laugh, though, you know. On this date, however, uh, what was it? 104 years ago today, Fenway Park was open for the very first time, believe it or not. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome back, John. I was just telling Nell how as you were coming on, John. Apparently, it was 104 years ago today, Fenway Park hosted its first baseball game. It was between Boston and the Red Sox and Harvard. Two weeks later, however, or 11 days later, the first Red Sox game would draw 27,000 fans right after the Titanic disaster. But yeah. it was on this day, 104 years ago today, that Fenway yeah. Park began its first game in history. So congratulations. Wow. To, yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. Mm. I can't believe how old yeah. that is. But happy birthday to a great ballpark there in Beantown and their fans loyal to the cause. Our Red Sox nation, well-deserved. And speaking of crazy, we also saw over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, another crazy thing was Shin, the uh, Japanese phenom Shohei Otani, if you will, who apparently had a pretty good bat and also a pretty good arm in pitching and throwing this weekend. He threw, I think he threw a no-hitter over the weekend, if I'm not mistaken, for the LA Angels. But uh, very good news, to say the least. Uh, and now we were also talking about Mania, how you were coming on the line, Howard. We talked about it offline before the show began today. Uh, I know you have a lot to say about Mania, so by all means, please give us your thoughts about this. Ah, well, like well, like I told you earlier, my picks weren't uh, weren't in the in the right direction. I mean, uh, at least John got Seth Rollins right. So so um, congrats to John and Michelle was had a rough night too with with uh, her pick. The Miz couldn't get it done, but she said she even said, you know, it's, it's time for the Miz to you know go home to her to her daughter. I I know, but I mean like. But it's, it's it's hard to lose uh lose your title on the grand stage, you know. It's kind of like an embarrassment. But I mean, what what can he do? You know, he had to lose it either way, so it was, it was kind of a tough decision. But I have tissues up there. Okay. But um, yeah, the other although the other five matches I got right were were pretty good. So I got the um, so I got Naya beating Alexa. So yeah, right. I'll I'll answer that question uh, the question you asked John about uh, Alexa in a little bit. Yeah. Oh, what's next for her? But uh, so yeah, we, I got, we just asked I got, that right before you came on. You're right. And let me ask you this though. And I brought this okay. up. I brought this up earlier, apparently. And I told you about this offline. And I brought this to John while we were just starting today. What do you think about the whole Brock Lesnar Vince encounter? What do you make of that whole scenario? 
Mm, yeah, I mean, you you did bring that to my attention. I didn't I didn't really read anything about that, so that was, well, I'll, that was I'll, good on your part. But yeah, I mean, but, uh, well, I'll, 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 I'll repeat the story again in case anyone didn't hear it. And this is the story: Pro Wrestling Sheet reports that Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon got into a verbal altercation after last night's Mania 34. The site claims that Lesnar was quote livid when he returned to the backstage gorilla position and quote went off on Vince, and Vince was not happy. They add that sources claim that the incident was brief and heated with Lesnar throwing the Universal title either at a wall or at McMahon. No word yet on what the cause of the altercation was, but Lesnar did go off script near the end of last night's main event, so they may have had something to do with it. In addition to that, though, Anil, earlier in the day, Alicia Fox was a little heated with Ronda Rousey's husband. I'm sure you heard a little bit about that, but if not, she had some choice words to say to Rousey's husband. What do you make of Alicia Fox and Lesnar doing this over the weekend? Hmm. Well, first with Lesnar, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what, what's going on with him. Like every time, <coughs> sorry, every time he wins or loses, it's, it's like he has like an issue. I don't know what the issue is. Like, like if you want, if you want, if you want to win, then just win. You know why? Why? Why are you gonna complain to the boss? I mean, he he booked you in the main event for crying out loud. We, I know me, you, and John and Fonzie and uh, didn't want that to happen. We saw that at WrestleMania 31. Enough is enough. But I mean. They had right. Vince had to shove it down her throat, and now he's going at the boss that that made a main event. I don't, I don't really get that I don't get thing that at all. I don't know yeah, what he's mad right. about. Dude. He has to be, a, he has to be like Conor McGregor, man. That do- when he threw that dolly through the glass win- glass window of the boss, he has to be that kind of guy. He has to be cuckoo, you know. But uh, who knows? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, what? Yeah, what happened to Conor McGregor? Uh, I just wanted to go off topic for a second. What happened to him? Did he, uh, did he get cussed? Uh, custody for what he did, or who's that? McGregor. Conor was, McGregor. Yeah, yeah, he he got into, he got into trouble on Thursday. I remember, however, and apparently, however, he was spent the day the night in jail. He got released, and Dana White apparently said he had wanted to do nothing with him. However, he said he said he was going to go back to Ireland. However, for the time mm-hmm. being, until his arraignment and he, his hearing comes up down the road. But right now, I think he's going to lose money. He's going to lose mm-hmm. endorsements. He might not even fight again in the UFC. He might ban him for life. We don't know. Ooh, he's okay. really he's real. Dana White was said to be very very angry about that. And the thing was, as I mentioned to you and John offline, along with everyone else, however, some people I knew, I had heard. However, there was talk. However, originally, however, he was supposed to be at the UFC fight on Saturday. That's why he was there to promote the fight on Saturday. However, mm-hmm. but there was also talk. However. After the fight on Saturday, he was supposed to be on the first plane to New Orleans yesterday, however, to be at WrestleMania. Now that wasn't the case, however. But like I said, I think w- if WWE is wanting to do business with McGregor, however, I don't think they're going to now. I really don't. I think yeah, after now, what yeah, now, now you got to yeah, think twice. Yeah, you got to think twice now. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I um, And then, yeah, back to Alicia Foxing. I know she, she's been off TV for her. For a good what, a uh, good part of last year, and now she wants to get attention by mm-hmm. by yep. shouting at someone's uh, husband. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't, I don't think that's that a good idea at all. I, mean, I agree. I agree. Uh, she's she's uh she's digging she's digging herself more holes than the, the, than she needs to. So she she better watch out for Ronda Rousey kicks her kicks her down. Kicks her down yeah, her throat, oh, so. yes. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. No <laughs> doubt about it. I mean, after getting in Rousey's husband's face, I would definitely agree there. And like Ooh. I said, she she definitely uh, had quite a bit to say. I think her f- friend was filming the thing at the time, and I had heard, however, there was a lot of tension, however. And in fact, how she told her friend, however, I think, how stop videotaping me or don't videotape me, how it didn't matter, how but uh, go figure, you know. It's just, go, it's just, I don't know. It really was. Mm. 
Oh, uh, and then yeah, the rest of the uh, mania card. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll finish with that. Um, so yeah, like I picked Nia Jax to wins, which was cool. Um, and then the Bludgeon Brothers, like me and you uh, said earlier, yeah, they they do deserve it. I mean, they they were they were beating up the Usos in New Day like no tomorrow, man. Nobody had an answer for them. I I didn't think I didn't think they would, anyways. You know, they're they're pretty pretty intimidating two guys. You know, I I don't I don't think anybody can beat them at this point. I, I Except yeah, all to the pain, you know. Uh, um, yeah. AOP, if they come come to the main roster, that's the only that's the only tag team I think can, that can give give them a run for their money. But other than that, it's it's just gonna be um, a one a, a one one tag team wrecking crew on on SmackDown Live. So. Oh yeah, no question about it. I would so. agree. And like you said, Howard, we'll see what happens tonight. Bobby Lashley shows up tonight, Howard, and if there will be actions taken on, uh, of all people, Howard, like you just mentioned, uh, Brock, Howard. I think WWE, however, right now, like John just said right before he came on the line, I think right now they're kind of uh, just biting their nails right now at this point because right now the ball is in Brock's court again, Howard. I don't know if Brock's going to stay for a couple more months and then just say, hey, I'm done, Howard, and I'm going to UFC and I'm taking the belt along with Paul Heyman, Howard, who's going with me, or I'm just going to get out, Howard, and just leave the belt with you guys, however. I don't care if Paul Heyman gives you the belt, however. I'm ready to just serve out the last couple of months of my suspension. I'm ready to go back in the ring and fight. I really don't know, but we're going to have to wait and see. We really are. Uh, and finish. then, yeah, just just uh, just finish off uh, the rest. Um, so, yeah, the, so the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royale, yeah, I, I, was, I was surprised just, uh, just like John. I didn't think Matt Hardy would pull it off. I actually picked uh, last year's winner, which was Mojo Riley, but, I mean, I don't know. He was, Yeah, he was like one of the final four, right? Yeah, he was. It was, it was Mo- Mojo, Matt yep. Hardy, yeah, and then the other two names. I forgot who the other two were, but there was Final Four in there. And then um, I think uh, Mojo and um, uh, the other competitor got eliminated uh, mm. by Matt Hardy, so he won. And yeah, and Bray Wyatt at least uh, came out at the end, which which that was weird. So yeah. What was your thoughts about the women's battle war with Naomi women, and then the cruiserweight title with Cedric Alexander beating Mustafa Ali? Uh well yeah I, I didn't I didn't think Naomi would win it that was yeah that was a surprise as well I picked uh I picked Becky Lynch to win it but I guess I guess she couldn't survive uh, uh yeah uh, the 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 battle royal but then yeah then you had um yeah I saw earlier we had two we had, yeah we had six um six new NXT women so that was that was pretty cool too so um. I know yeah. one woman was from India, so I think her name was um, Kavita. Uh, yeah, I watched Debbie, she, she and then like the other good, five. Yeah. Were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kari Sane, yeah. Peyton Royce, yeah. Billy Kay. Yeah, that was pretty no, good. No, not Billy Kay. It was no, not Billy Kay. Just Peyton Royce, and then no. the other. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the other three. I forgot uh, the Bianca other three Belair. Names. Bianca Belair. Right. Yeah, I right. watched her a little bit. I was more interested in watching Dakota Kai, and I was looking to see how okay. she was there. But uh, she didn't fare bad. But like I said, yeah, I was a little surprised that, like I said, at first I was surprised Bailey had won, and then Naomi came back in after the match, and it's like, what's she doing? There? She never got eliminated, thinking, don't tell them they're going to do this kind of hokey ending. And yeah, they kind of <laughs> did that. What were your thoughts about the Cruiserweight matches I just mentioned with Ali and uh, Cedric Alexander? Um, yeah, it was it was a good back-and-forth match, uh, like, like you said, you know, um, but uh, but uh, at least Cedric uh, Alexander, I actually uh, listened to his interview like uh, a few a few hours ago, and he said like it's been eight long years since uh, since I have since I finally have the title. You know, he said he he's had a lot of up and downs uh, beginning of last year and like the um, beginning of this year too. So yet he he's had a lot he he's had a wild uh, uh, two years in the in uh, on the in NXT, but he said um, 
hard work definitely pays off, and he actually did it. So it took him eight long years to get a, to get him uh, to the cruiserweight title. You know, he thought this was a dream. So I'm so I'm glad he actually fulfilled it. You know. Yeah, I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. Uh, the tag match, however, Sheamus and Zara was like a comedy filler match, as was the Taker Cena thing. Let's get your take on those two matches. Um. Well, yeah, the guy named Nicholas. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still uh, surprised that 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 you told me it's a referee's son. But anyways, yeah. um, uh, so yeah, that was kind of out of the blue. So the Braun was uh, saying that, oh, nobody likes me in the back, so I. So I figured, okay, let's go crowd surfing. So he, he was surfing in the crowd for a partner, and he found, like, a 10-year-old kid. He's like, okay, you stop staying in the apron. I'll do the rest. Okay, and then he does right. that. Uh, sidewalk slam on Sheamus, and then one, two, three, and then boom. He got he, The kid won the title without even touching a, t- uh, touching the wrestler. You know, he, he didn't. Uh-huh. So that was kind of funny. But, uh, but yeah, you, like you said, there's going to be probably um, a replacement for that. I hope so. I hope, like... Um, either Samoa Joe or, or maybe, like you said, Big Show or somebody mm-hmm. take the tag title from the kid. I know that's not going to be like, uh, yeah. just like Michelle said, you know, it's not going to fly. So I hope I hope someone does something about that. I don't think the kid can <laughs> go to school and like like they said, you know, the kid goes to school and uh, and then uh, the interviewer's like, what what uh, what are your friends going to think uh, think of you being a tag team champ? He's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's like, yeah, I don't know what to say, crazy. man. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> what about Cena and Undertaker? To me, this was just ridiculous in, in, in itself. This was like your snack break, uh, uh, food break match, uh, rest break of the night. This one really didn't uh, fly with me at all. Yeah. So like, so so like, so like you mentioned, you said it was going to be happening at Mania, which was dumb in my part. Why would you waste four freaking weeks and uh, for Cena to cut a promo? He put, he basically yeah wasted our four weeks of. Uh, of building this up, and then you see Taker come out of nowhere. Oh my God, he's here! Oh my God, he's here! Yeah, after four weeks of uh, teasing him, he never came out. But you know, yeah, it was just a it was just a weird five minute match, as you said. And then I think they're saying this might be his last ride, as they say. So I I hope he doesn't come back anymore because yesterday was an embarrassment. You know, he didn't really yeah. um there wasn't really a build build up with the storyline with him. It was just one sided. You know, Cena did all the talking. And then mm-hmm. take, take, they just decided, oh, take her to New Orleans. Let's put him on WrestleMania. That's about it. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. really speak or anything. So it was, it was, it was a weird build-up to the match. Mm-hmm, certainly. Speaking of weird, let's talk about Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac against KO and Sammy. What were your thoughts about that one? Mm, yeah, that got yeah, that got physical in the in the beginning. Like Sammy and uh, KO were beating the crap out of Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, but then. Uh, they finally got their groove, you know. Daniel Bryan got those yes kicks in, and then the, all that stuff. So, so at least they, at least I don't know. At least they got got them banned, like um, not permanently, but I mean, like uh, for the time being, they they don't have to see Camp, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for a while until they come on Raw, which that could happen, be. It could happen tonight. Good, you know? It could happen tonight, even. You know. Yeah, they could be probably traded to Raw. That could that could be that could happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When is the uh, when is the um, a superstar shakeup. Do you guys know the date? I believe I've heard it could be two weeks from now or it could be three mm-hmm. weeks from now. I have not heard the exact date yet. John, have you heard anything oh. on that outcome? Two date? Yes, you. Oh, uh, what? When the superstar shakeup will be? I don't know. But okay. do you think? But do you think it'll be maybe next week or a couple weeks? I mean, what's your take? Next week. Next week, you think? Yeah, it could happen. It could definitely happen. I would definitely have to wait. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, no question about it. Uh, 
Uh, like I said, however, like I said, uh, time only tell. Uh, before we continue on, however, ladies and gentlemen, we want to give you some uh, news, however, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give you some updated on news, however, and uh, autograph things that are going on in the WWE right now, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Uh, let's see here while we're checking this out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tickets and events here. Bear with us here, ladies and gentlemen. I am looking at a picture right now, that a picture of Brock Howard being basically heaving uh, Roman right through Howard when he's Lifted him up in the air. That was pretty interesting there. Uh, here is where you can check the superstars at a facility near you. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, that's this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, April the 15th at 5 p.m. at the Voorhees Town Center in Voorhees, New Jersey. Come meet Paige. Yes, folks, Paige will be signing autographs from 5 to 7 this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Howard just announced just a short time ago, if you're in the Springfield, New Jersey area, however, at the Barnes & Noble store there, Howard, 240 Route 22 West Tower, come meet Kurt Angle. Yes, folks, Kurt Angle will be signing August the day of backlash, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday, May the 6th from 11 to 1, however, as Raw the First 25, however, will be autographed there by Pittsburgh's own Olympic hero, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, so that will be pretty cool. Uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live, of course, uh, from Hartford, Connecticut at the XL Center there. And then next Tuesday in Providence, Rhode Island at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. So there you go. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, some other dates you can find out here in just a second. We're getting the information here. Coming up, um, excuse me, today's the 9th. Uh, I'm trying to find out here. Uh, coming up two weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, from St. Louis, Missouri, in, of course, Randy Orton's hometown, ladies and gentlemen, and then the following night at the KFC Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky. So, folks, that is where you can meet your favorite superstars there as far as the next few weeks go. Uh, I'm trying to think where else they're going to be doing autographs here, so please bear with me here, folks. We're also going to tell you where else you can check the superstars out. Of course, we already mentioned that they will be uh, in uh, New Jersey and, of course, also Connecticut here. Like I said, next week, of course, they'll be back in their own neck of the woods. So I can imagine they'll do this. If they don't do the shake-up, however, next week, right near their hometown, however, then I can see it happen the following week in St. Louis. But I think they're going to definitely do the uh, shake-up probably next week, however, closer to home. I would think they're going to do it there. If they don't do it in two weeks, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's see. Where else you can check the superstars out? Bear with us here, folks. Uh, da, 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 I'm trying to get this out right now. Bear with me here, guys. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, ladies and gentlemen, that this coming Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, tickets will go on sale for the TakeOver show in June as they will be returning to the Windy City. That is pretty cool. Of course, that will be on Saturday, June the 16th, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as I mentioned, John, they're going to be, NXT will be in your neck of the woods coming up uh, two weeks on this Thursday, however, on Thursday April the 19th in Washington, D.C. at the Anthem. Believe it or not, tickets are still on sale for that show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we're trying to do some other things here. Bear with us here, folks. Uh, of course, uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm seeing here if there's anything else going on. Bear with me, guys. Um, uh, hold on. Okay, and of course, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, we'll close out April in style, of course, three weeks from today in Le Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Yes, folks, the great white north of Montreal, Quebec, Canada, on April the 30th and Tuesday, May the 1st, right before Backlash, will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Bell Center 
in Montreal. So, folks, that is where you can check out all the superstars. Also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of NXT, here's where you can check them out this weekend. This Friday night in Venice, Florida. How at the Venice Community Center there in Venice, Florida. And then, of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see where we're going to be traveling to next week besides John ne- John's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, however. Um, they will be in Sanford at the Sanford Civic Center Thursday night, April the 19th. They also will be in the Sands Event Center in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, a week from this Friday. They will be at the Maxwell Snyder Armory in Jacksonville, Florida, a week from this Friday. Uh, Saturday night, they will be, uh, a week from Saturday, they'll be at the Havart Fenn Center in Fort Pierce, Florida, however, there, as well as at the APG Federal Credit Union Arena in in Bel Air, Maryland, however. And then the 22nd, ladies and gentlemen, they will be coming to you live from the First Summit Arena at the Cambria County War Memorial in Johnstown, Pennsylvania at 5 p.m. So that is where you can check the NXT tour dates, however, coming up, if you will, here. So, folks, we got a lot to uh, definitely look into. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number again, 1-724-444-7044, call ID 138-744-POUND for Monday night, April the 9th, ladies and gentlemen, 2017, I almost said the wrong year, 2018, I got it right now. <laughs> I am your host, the Iceman, along with the Rattlesnake, and of course, the Human Suplex Machine here at episode 136. We are expecting, as I said, hopefully, at some point this afternoon, we don't know yet if he will be making it, but he says he'll try his effort, ladies and gentlemen, however, he will be joining us here, hopefully in a little bit, and that is the boss man himself, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. We also hope to have the Black Widow, ladies and gentlemen, on the show later this afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, however, and like we said, however, we will definitely have a lot to discuss. Guys, since it's almost 4 o'clock, however, and we got an hour to kill, and we got time to kill, however, we're going to talk about some other things going on, however, like I said, we did a, uh, like I said, I'm just trying to think, however, here, what else we could discuss, however, but uh, just give me a minute here. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think how I can't remember, however, what I want to discuss. Darn it. I hate when that happens usually. Like I said, how I can't remember what I was going to say. Like I said, how Let's see here. Well, like we said, folks, I mean, a lot's going down in hockey. We do know the hockey players are just around the corner. We did mention that. And we'll talk about some of the games that you will be seeing, however, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming up here in just a few moments, however, we'll tell you about which teams will be playing, however, mind you, how are in the playoffs, besides the fact that, uh, let's see here. Um, we don't, hold on a second, we're trying to find out here in a second here. Just bear with us here, folks. Uh, let's see here. Da, da, da. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hockey playoffs. Hockey. Play. Hold on a second. Yeah. Thank you. I'll get that. Thank you. All right. Uh, here. Hold on a second. I'm gonna pull this up here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a look here. Oh. Sorry, guys. My niece, like I said, my niece is just checking on something here. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see here. The playoffs, 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 playoffs. I did see. Here we go. Okay, here we go. The matchups. It will be, like I said, uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, Columbus and Washington. Uh, let's see who else is playing in the playoffs here real quick, however, as we will get everyone's uh, take here in just a minute here. Here we go. Uh, like I said, folks, we're going to tell you who else is playing here. 
Uh, like I said, I think it's Vegas and L.A., Anaheim and San Jose, I want to say. Uh, like I said, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get an update on Here we go. Like I said, we do... We, okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, the, here we go. Tampa Bay versus New Jersey. Washington versus Columbus. Boston versus Toronto. Pittsburgh, Philly. Nashville, Colorado. Vegas and L.A. Winnipeg and Minnesota. Anaheim and San Jose. Uh, John, who's your pick, however, out of each division in the Eastern Division? And who's going to win in the West? To me, in the East, I think it's going to be a toss between Pittsburgh and Tampa. In the West, I like Nashville or Vegas. I really do. I think it's going to be one of those teams that comes out swinging. Who do you like in this one? Washington. And do you have another team you can pick, too, you know? Pittsburgh. Washington, Pittsburgh. Okay. And what about in the West? Who do you got? I have no clue. You got Nashville taking on Colorado, Vegas taking on L.A., Winnipeg and Minnesota, Anaheim and San Jose. Winnipeg and Minnesota and San Jose. Ooh, okay. Not a bad pick there. Pretty good there. And now let's go to you. Who's your pick to win the uh, stand, uh, the Eastern Division, and who's going to take the West? Hmm. All right, so let's see the – let me see the teams real quick. Uh, all right, so we got Nashville, Colorado, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Vegas versus Los Angeles. Okay. They got Anaheim and San Jose. Anaheim and San Jose. Okay, Tampa, uh, New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Boston, Toronto. Washington, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Okay. Ah, hmm. uh, let's see. So you're talking. So you're telling me East or East and West, right? Right. Which two teams out of the East and West do you like? You can take two. Hmm. Let's see. Well, I have more than that in my collection. Um, I'll take the uh, shoot. So is, so is Tampa and Pittsburgh in the same division? No. JD? Yeah, sorry, you were saying, go ahead. I was saying is Tampa and Pittsburgh in the same division? Not bad pick. Very good. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking a question. Oh, I think they're in separate divisions, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so so Pittsburgh is, a, is in the West and uh, and Tampa is in the East. Uh yes, they're in different divisions. Tampa's in the East and Washington's in the. I think Tampa's in the East and Washington's in the Southeast division. I think that's how it is. Yes. No, I said Pittsburgh. I, I was thinking. Oh, the Pittsburgh's, Penguins. Pittsburgh's in. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What? I know, I gave, I know, I got to give one to my friend. I'm giving it to phone. Put them back where they were. Sorry. Uh, there, one's in the southeast, one's in the regular east. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait. So wait. So uh, so the Penguins and the Lightning are in on the are both in the east. They're both in separate. They're they're, they're going to be both. Yeah, but in the in the conference overall, they're in different divisions. Tampa's regular in the east, but Pittsburgh uh-huh. is like in the southeast, or so like Washington and Philly and all those teams, Columbus and all those teams. Mm. But overall, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know who I can pick in the West though. That's that's. I'm say, I'm staying with John. I can only pick one in the East. So I'll All so right. I'll go with the with with the Penguins for the East. All right. And who do you got in the West? Ah, uh, man, I have. I, I mean, I can't really decide right now. Yeah, that's a tough one. No doubt. No doubt about it. 
Well, we'll have to wait and see, guys. I mean, the fun begins, obviously, tomorrow. And, of course, speaking of tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, however, also tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, however, 10 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on HBO. Set your DVR, however, for the Andre the Giant documentary. That is going to be very, very good. It's going to be very interesting. Of course, Hulk Hogan's interviewed, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Vince McMahon, Ric Flair, and others. It'll be on for an hour and a half, so be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up. Okay, kids. If you need anything, let me know. Sorry, sorry, my knees. Uh, like I said, folks, uh, if, like I said, if you're looking for a big uh, documentary to watch tomorrow, check it out. Also, at CBS at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, the Elton John farewell concert, however, where he'll have some of his favorite rock and roll guests and celebrities. Be sure to check that out. Also, we did forget one birthday, John, and I'm going to really hate myself for saying <coughs> I forgot there was a birthday. We do want to wish, wish the last kicker herself, uh, Miss Anne Rickenbach, a happy late birthday on behalf of myself, John, and now and the rest of the gang. However, yesterday was her birthday, however, I know. Everyone, I'm sure, on Revolution wished her happy birthday, but I'm always here at Raw Radio as well. I know Chad's going to probably kill me that I forgot Howard the same thing when it was doing birthdays earlier, but happy birthday indeed to the last kicker, Emma Rickenbach. John, if you want to give out the plug real quick and discuss anything with Anel real quick, I'll be right back to discuss more things with you guys. So I'm going to step out for about two minutes, and I'll be right back. Okay. 1-724-444-7444-ID. 1-38-744-POUND. Join us for a few minutes here on this show. So, John, uh, how's, uh, how's how's your day been? Good, good, good. Yeah, I know a lot a lot of people are probably uh, less asleep because cause, wow, what what how man five hours of WrestleMania? You gotta be kidding me! That was that was a long night to be honest with you. I know. Whew. I mean, people probably got into bed at like one or two in the morning. That's that's crazy. Yeah. But um. Yeah, the card was not that bad. I mean, I I gave uh I gave Takeover a ten, a ten out of ten. Of course, I probably you would too. But and then I just gave Mania eight out of ten just to be nice. You know, I didn't want to uh <laughs> give them a low rating. But but I I think I think they could have done better. You know, with the with the winners. I didn't agree with some of them. So. You know, that's that's what I thought about it. But yeah, the um that referee's son, man, uh John Cohn's kid, wow, he's he's uh he's on cloud nine right now. Jeez. I didn't know it was a referee's son though. That that's that's what J D got me with the uh this morning. I was like, wait a minute, how did how did Braun Strowman just uh Grab a random kid and bring him into the ring. I'm like, I, I, it has to, there has to be some kind of connection here. I was like, I, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta be missing something. I'm like, wait a minute, how does, how does he just go crowd surfing and just look for, look for a partner in the crowd? I mean, eh. but hey, at least, at least we know everyone hates him. He even, he even said, said openly, he's like, yeah, nobody likes me in the locker room. Well. There you go. You gotta you gotta be yourself sometimes. You can't make friends in the wrestling business. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do it on your own. Huh. Yeah. I wonder what wonder what we have in store for tonight. Cause uh, cause I told JD last year we had um 
had Finn Balor come back from injury, and then we had uh, Revival uh, show up. So, yeah, let's hope uh, let's hope we have another surprise in store for tonight. Because usually post WrestleMania is like the the best Raw. Because you know anything can happen, as they say. So let's see if there's a return of of somebody. Let's hope. I would love to see one. That would be great. Ah. Yeah, too bad Fonzie couldn't make it on. Yeah, he has a eye appointment. I hope it go. I hope, I hope it went well as I told him earlier today. So, hope he's hope he's better. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, according to PWInsider.com, Rey Mysterio was backstage at WrestleMania 34. Mysterio was not used on the show. And his status with the company is up in the air at this point. Wow, okay, so. Ah! Okay, yeah, JD, I was just reading uh, reading something. So, uh, so according to PWInsider.com, Rey Mysterio was spotted backstage at WrestleMania 34. Rey Mysterio was not used on the show. And his status with the company is up in the air at this point. So I was, I was saying, wow, he, spot, he was spotted backstage. So let's, let's see how this goes. Hmm, interesting. And the question is, will he show up on SmackDown tomorrow night? That's the good question, or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's up in the air. So not anything, anything can happen. Yeah, I saw that too. And yeah. apparently, um, what was it? It says here, it's so funny. Excuse me, I just saw this on. Also, this too. How I just saw this a minute ago. On um, PW Insights, says Dave Shear wrote, Vince McMahon may have been gone on pay-per-view, but he just tapped out to the fans. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, this is what Dave wow. Shear wrote. Yeah, I'm going to pull this article up. I'm going to hear what it says. Okay, here we go. And this is the story, however. Uh, let me get it going here. Uh, come on. Okay, here we go. Let's take this off. Hold on a second. Okay, this was from what he wrote. I guess this was from uh, late last night. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is a long one, guys, so bear with me. Here we go. Okay. After months of telling the story of a hardworking everyman calling out the part-time guy who shows up what he wants to and holds the top prize on Monday Night Raw hostage, a worker B who only said, got said abductor to show up and face him after he had been handcuffed and couldn't fight back, WWE was set to deliver a finish to a WrestleMania 34 where that guy that shows up for work every day vanquished the diva part-timer who took back from that company and never came back. The storyline was certainly based on reality. Brock Lesnar held the Universal title for 371 days going into last night's match. It was easy for WWE to tell a story where they pointed out how infrequently Lesnar actually showed up on Raw. Anyone expecting the title to be defended every 30 days, as used to be the rule in the WWE, has certainly long given up on seeing that happen. To make matters worse, when Brock has shown up on Raw, his matches rarely had the effort level that he had put into them in the past. His bouts have generally been quick and limited in their scope. It is well known that he doesn't really socialize when he's at WWE TV and tends to leave as soon as he can when his work for the evening is over. Now let me be clear. It's not Lesnar's fault that Vince has put him in this position. The two agreed to terms of a deal and Brock has lived by them. Sure, you could say, quote, he really should love the business more and give back to it. But the fact of the matter is he doesn't want to and he doesn't have to. So he doesn't. Blame McMahon for creating that situation. He is the one at fault, not Lesnar. 
Also blame McMahon for the fact that going into the last night's match, Lesnar has largely kept the most valued asset off of Monday Night Raw. Wait a minute, who's blaming McMahon? Uh, uh, I'll tell you. Also blame Vince for the fact that going into the last night's match, Lesnar has largely kept the most valued asset off of Monday Night Raw for 371 days. And now we can make that number 372. McMahon chose who would hold the title, not Brock. In NXT on Saturday night, however, they told the next chapter in a reality-based storyline with Johnny Gargano and Tomasio Chiappa. The results were epic. If you haven't watched it, you need to. Now, last night at WrestleMania, they told the next chapter in a reality-based storyline with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and the results were disastrous. You don't need to watch that. Ever. The reason for that is simple. The man who beat God on pay-per-view, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, did the job to the fans that hate Roman Reigns. They put his shoulders to the man and did the King Kong Bundy five count on the chairman of the board. In terms of the storyline, what Reigns has been saying for months about Lesnar is true. Completely true. He does miss a lot of shows while Reigns works every week. He does hold the title belt hostage. He is Vince's boy and gets special privileges, including a special contract that kept him from being suspended despite failing the UFC drug test. Brock even had Paul Heyman say on Raw last week that no one in the locker room could hold a candle to him. All of what Reigns said was true, and almost anyone on the roster was it. That man would have been cheered the same way Johnny was on Saturday night. And therein lies the problem. It was not any other man. It was Reigns, a guy that a very vocal group in the WWE fan base hates and will boo whoever, whenever, excuse me, he is presented as a babyface and most probably would cheer for the company decided to turn him heel. There am Aminous for him is that severe. They feel that he has been pushed down their throats as a Superman. While the latter certainly doesn't prove true when you look at match results, some people don't let the facts get in the way of what they believe to be true. So last night was a terrible position of their own creation. A guy that they want to push their top hero going out there in front of a crowd, how that saw him as a despicable human being. That group of fans were not going to cheer any coronation of Reigns. In fact, they were so sure that the guy that they were going to hate was going to be, quote, crammed down their throat. And yes, you can make the argument that they choose to spend at least hundreds of dollars to be at the show when they knew what was coming again. But let's not face facts to get in the way of things. That midway through the match, they started saying, this is awful. Obviously, anyone with a pulse could see that what WWE booked would, that what WWE booked would take him to that point. It certainly begs this question. If you knew what was coming, why did you blink? Why even book if you were going to have it end like that? It also begs the question, since you knew it was coming, why didn't you just go through with what the booking said needed to be done? It certainly appears that the answer to that is that Vince McMahon flinched. Uh, someone in WWE may tell you, however, the idea was to make Roman look like a sympathetic babyface due to the way he fought. Well, if they tell you that it shows that they once again misjudged that group of fan, the fan base in the loss... Roman kicked out of five F5s when all it took to pin Samoa, the Samoas and Braun Strowman to the world was one to lose to Brock. You know what that tells that fan base, however? Even in a loss, you're still booking him as a Superman and crammed him down our throats. And you know what? They're completely correct. As someone that has been vocal about these fans and their behavior and how I believe it's out of line, I can't say it anymore. Now, when they boo Reigns, while I still don't agree with the behavior, I always think the most effective way to show your disdain for someone in any entertainment genre is to go out... It's not to go to the show, but if you do go, don't react to, at all to the act you don't like. It's impossible for me to take them to task anymore. It was believed that WWE ignored the problem up to me, but now they have thrown gasoline on a well-lit fire. 
If Vince wanted to see how Reigns could do as a top guy, he needed to pull the trigger last night. Instead, he flinched. Even if he put the belt on Roman Hell at Raw tonight, the damage has been done with that group of fans that hate the wrestler. They will never cheer him. They are, um, excuse me, walking around today knowing that they made Vince change his plans. And if you believe for a second that they won't lay down the wrath of hell on Reigns that were he to get the belt, I have an oceanfront home in Kansas to sell you. The fact of the matter is that they've won and they know it. They have kept Reigns from reaching the summit, even if Reigns chooses to have them ascend here later tonight. Also, if I'm being frank, some damage has been done in the eyes of the fans that love Roman as well. The story was in place for good to triumph over evil last night, and evil mopped up the floor with good instead. Reigns has become a modern-day Lex Luger, a guy that gets close a lot of times just couldn't get the job done. If he gets back in the title picture now, his haters will hate, and at least some of his supporters won't believe. Vince has heaped serious damage onto the character of Roman Reigns. The best they can do with him now is move him down the car for a while and see if he can be built back up down the road. The fact of the matter is that right now, he is scorched earth. That all falls on the shoulders of the creative team. A WrestleMania that was so good so long despite the length of the show ended it with a sickening thud. It does not undo all of the good that preceded, nor should it. But man, it sure did send some people out of the Superdome and off to bed at home with a bad taste in their mouth. That isn't the kind of WrestleMania that the company is going for, but it's the only one they got. And oh yeah, WWE still has the problem that they have had for at least 372 days now. A part-time guy is the champion and he will take the belt hostage with him as long as he holds it. But that's another topic for another day. Guys, this is interesting. Uh, and now I'm going to get your take on this comment by Dave Shear. Okay, so yeah, John was saying who uh, who was who was uh, uh, who who was uh, with Mc, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I was kind of confused too. Cause it was a long article, so yeah. Well, apparently, I guess Dave Shear wasn't too happy about the way, however, that uh, basically they had Brock win last night, however, basically. Uh-huh. And like I said, however, like I said, he just uh, apparently felt that the fans, however, like I said, in his headline, however. He may have been gone on pay-per-view, but he's tapping out to the fans because apparently the fans were not very happy about Brock retaining last night. From what they said, and like I said, it was a long article. You're right. But overall, what was your take of the article? Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot. A lot of people thought Roman would win, but then I guess, I guess, like like WWE likes to do, they swerved us again. You know, they're like, okay, uh-huh. let's uh, let's have Brock win instead, uh, even though Roman was a favorite or something like that. Like they wanted Roman to win, but then last minute they changed stuff. That's what they do. That's what they always do. You know, even not only on Raw and SmackDown, but a pay per view the uh, for a fact. Like they keep they keep changing the winners uh, before the show goes live. Right, right. They always, they always do that. Exactly. Oh, no question. I would agree. I would definitely agree 100% with you. And like I said, I mean, Dave does bring up some very valid points. I mean, this is a guy, like I said, when he said that Roman sent his promos the last several weeks, that uh, Roman sh- that Brock should be punished, however, and that he is Vince's boy. I think he's hitting the nail on the head. I mean, I don't mean to be mean spread. I don't mean to be cruel in saying that. But I think, I'm not saying that as a, like a on-air promo or anything like that. I think in some ways he does have some very legit points on that. Uh, and I think he ha- I mean, kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit. John, what was your take on Dave Shears' column? Agreed. Well, we'll have to wait and see, guys. I mean, like I said, we have not heard, I'm sure, the last of this, you know. I mean, there's still some talk, like we mentioned, how we could see something happen tonight, however. You never know. I mean, there's still discussion that they could be uh, changing uh, something on the fly. We don't really know yet. I mean, we really, really don't know at this point, however. And uh, another thing, however, that, uh, like I said, however, 
there's some other news, however. I want to read this one to you guys. And I mentioned this guy earlier, however. Uh, this is, like I said, from the PW Torch. However, this comes from uh, Mike McMahon, who wrote this, however, involving Alberto El Patron, a.k.a. Alberto Del Rio, who was fired over the weekend, however, after apparently not showing up. And this is what his article had to say. This is going to interest you guys. This is what he had to say. <clears throat> If I was the type of guy I told you so, Alberto El Patron was terminated by Impact Wrestling this week. Following a pair of no-shows this weekend, the company ran events in conjunction with Russell Khan during WrestleMania weekend. El Patron no-showed the Impact vs. Lucha Underground show Friday night, and then Saturday no-showed a scheduled autograph appearance, and since then has not made a public comment despite numerous media outlets trying to reach out to him. Just par for the course with this guy. El Patron was scheduled to face Austin Aries in an Impact World title matchup at the upcoming Redemption pay-per-view in two weeks. If you listen to Andrew Sukoff and I on the Thursday PW Torch livecast, you know that we criticized the move from the very beginning. El Patron had proven himself to be undependable, despite never being felt guilty or even charged with anything stemming from an airport incident with Paige last summer. He messed up the company's plans for Bound for Glory had to be stripped of the world title, and upon returning, he was thrust back into the main event pitcher. Then, one of the first moves Don Cyrus Callis and Scott Moore made as the new heads of wrestling operations was to put El Patron, of all people, in the main event of a pay-per-view. Remember these episodes, and hence this match, was booked back in January when the company was taping television in Orlando. Moore and Callis had to hope that El Patron would stay out of trouble for three whole months. Obviously, that was not too much to ask. While the blame for this behavior is all on El Patron, Callis and Moore shouldn't be immune to criticism for this decision. They know his history, and they still put themselves in a position to depend on El Patron. That is a huge mistake. Callis and Moore deserve credit for what has been entertaining shows recently. Until this week, the viewership numbers have been climbing steadily. All indications are that the Impact vs. Lucha Underground special from this weekend was a huge success. But the El Patron story will be a dark cloud that hangs over the promotion on what should have been a celebrated weekend. The silver lining is this that El Patron was the highest-paid member on the talent roster. While dumb, he's not a draw and didn't deserve to be the highest-paid member of the roster. His termination should open up a lot of new funds for new impact signings. If Callis and Dia Moore are really not making a change, they now have some salary flexibility to sign up some up-and-coming stars instead of WWE retreads. Impact also has the opportunity to turn a negative into a huge positive. The only problem is they create the negative themselves by relying on El Patron, however. I don't feel sympathy for them, and you shouldn't either. They knew the risk, and they made the decision to put them in a main event spot anyway. That's dumb. Point proven. Much like the name of their upcoming pay-per-view, Moore and Callis have a chance for some redemption if they take El Patron's salary and do some good with it. Improve their roster, help their company. But they need to make the right decision. Patron was strike one, and it was a big swing and a miss. John, your thoughts about this one? John, are you there? Hey, John had to maybe step out. And now let's get your take on this story. Hello? Oh, oh there's John. Okay, John. We'll come back to you in a second. Uh, go ahead, Inel. You were about to say something. Go ahead. Oh, right, so what, what was the story again about who? Alberto Del Rio apparently did mm-hmm. not show up, however, at uh, the Lucha Ground uh, Impact thing this past weekend. He did not uh, show up at an autograph session. Teenage mm-hmm. suspended him, and of course... He then, of course, got terminated early yesterday morning. And uh, at the end of the column, however, uh, the man who wrote this, however, from the PW Torch said, however, much like the name of their upcoming pay-per-view, Scott Diamore 
and Don Callis have a chance for some redemption if they take his salary and do some good with it, however. Improve their roster, help their company, but they need to make the right decision. Patron was strike one, and it was a big swing and a miss. Your thoughts about this? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did read about this over the weekend. Like, uh, it's kind of a, uh, yeah, like I say, he's, he's digging more, he's digging himself in more trouble as it is. Like, the, like when he was a page, yeah, he got in trouble on on Impact. Now he's getting in trouble on GFW. So I don't know where he where he's gonna go after here, man. Because I you know WWE doesn't really like him anymore. Even I know he, I know he made threats to Triple H, like we talked about way back. Mm. So he so everywhere he goes, he's basically digging himself in a hole. Like nobody really wants to. Um, Sign him on on the roster. I don't blame them either. You know, he has a he has a weird way of um of communicating with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good point. Very good point indeed. Uh, thank you very much, uh, John. Let's get your thoughts. What is your take? What take about Alberto Del Rio and what happened over the weekend? Uh, I think he's done with wrestling for good. I would think so too. Well, we'll have to wait and see, you guys. We'll have to wait and see. And now join us on the line, ladies and gentlemen. I see Heller from Trinity, North Carolina, where I'm sure it's warm as can be, ladies and gentlemen. He is Ric Flair's party animal, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. He loves to have fun all the time, Howard. And yes, Howard, he is the head, head, head shoe, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of the Talk Shoe Radio <laughs> Network, ladies and gentlemen. And he's definitely going to leave some marks, Howard, on a lot of people. And they say, don't tread on me, Howard, because he is definitely going to have a lot to say, I'm sure, about WrestleMania TakeOver. Let us welcome him to the line, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number 136. The one, yes, the only, and yes, he is the king. Besides our own Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, he is Mr. WCW himself, Slick Rick himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to episode 136. Uh, well, you know, yes. Uh, well, you can say, well, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chad, we've had a lot to discuss this afternoon. We've gone from uh, the Alberto Patron story to the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar story to what happened with Roman Reigns earlier uh, with the whole Vince McMahon thing today, however... Uh, you have a lot to address, I'm sure, about those things as well as takeover. So please, by all means, go right ahead. Okay. Well, well of course, uh, we all have a, had a hankering <laughs> this past uh, Saturday night special edition of Wolfpack, where we talked about the uh, we we watched, like they gave everyone some uh, real good insights on the NXT takeover show in New Orleans. Uh, tremendous, uh, tremendous. Uh, Happening going on here and that. Uh, uh, we saw one man walk out of there with uh, with two belts. Uh, yeah. We saw a new women's champion. We saw uh, uh, we saw a new NXT champion crown. I should say yes. Yep. And also we um, we we saw someone uh, hold on to his job with NXT. Uh, yep. in, in NXT, so uh, it was a lot of big, big time surprises and all that. But uh, uh, of course, also we did see a defection, I guess you can safely say, yeah. during the match as well. So none of the NXT Takeover show was was since, of course, uh, the last the one with a uh, couple of them where Sasha and Sasha Banks and Bailey was involved. Uh, I think this one right here was kind of really kind of took the uh, took. To, to, uh, took took the cake there, if you will. So, uh, all that was a NXT takeover show was tremendous. Uh, now, of course, talking about the big thing here involving WrestleMania, uh, what can you say about all this? Uh, um, my goodness, my goodness. I mean, as I said before, it's been a long time since we've seen every single championship that WWE has to offer here from Raw and SmackDown. Of course, everything from the big titles to the 
IC belt, US belt, both women's belts, both tag team belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot of different surprises um, went on in this. Uh, but uh, all in all, um, real big time surprise here. Obviously, won and Matt Hardy winning the Andre the Giant trophy. Naomi winning the first women's battle royal. Uh, Seth Rollins picking up the uh, IC belt. Jinder Mahal, which I'm sure JD was kind of had a smile on his face when that happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a bigger smile with Ronda Rousey. I did that. Well, well, yeah, well, uh, I was being sarcastic. Uh, anyway. Uh, my one friend, Frank, just put up, guys. This is going to make you laugh. There's a picture of Triple H. Says, that moment when Ronda Rousey still made Triple H her bitch. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I'm going to post that. I'm going to post that, actually. You're going to like it, guys. The, the one that one that we all called here really came true, and that was the SmackDown tag title match. We all knew the Bludgeon Brothers was going to be a force we re- reckon with, and we were not kidding. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, uh, they pretty, pretty much kind of, pretty much ran over the Usos in the New Day. Regardless of whatever combination of the New Day was used, man, it, it happened. Uh, Undertaker uh, finally came out and, uh, and gave Cena a three-minute match. Uh, yeah. But of course, we all. But I figured that, and, and of course, there's something else we call too that you know that if something was going to happen. They were going to wait to WrestleMania itself to do something, and they did. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Kurt and Stephanie, Stephanie uh, yeah. Daniel and Shane got by Owens and Zayn. Yep. Uh, we saw an interesting heel turn in Nakamura after versus he lost uh, to AJ Styles in that match. Charlotte Flair became the first person to to Oscar loss. Yeah, I was going to ask you just now about that Oscar Charlotte match. What was your take on that one? Uh, that was uh, by far. I mean, that was uh, that was a that was a uh, a, a knocking down, dragging out battle right there, man. I mean, the thing is, you know, I mean, this this proves, like I said. You know that you know you may you may be respect respectful one another when it comes to getting to the ring, man. You just got to go right at it. So mm-hmm. they didn't, and they did disappoint. This one right here, in my personal opinion, this match did not disappoint. Uh, of course, not. Of course, obviously, I was not surprised that Nia Jax was going to pick up a Raw Women's Belt in this. But I was not also surprised that Alexa Bliss was going to bring Mickey James into the mix. But I also wasn't surprised at that that Nia Jax was ran over Mickey James early. She was playing it smart there, if y'all know, if y'all get what I'm saying there. She played it smart. Uh, the Raw Tag Title match was really got, got me a little bit. In your own shot. Yeah. As his tag team partner. <laughs> he went to the crowd, man, and he went and just plucked it right, plucked him right up. And, 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 and brought back, let me, let me tell you something. I mean, let me tell you something. Cesaro and Sheamus are not small guys. No. They're, they're 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 pretty good hefty guys, two hefty mm-hmm. guys, and they could even keep this one dude down. Yeah, I mean it was incredible. Yeah, and the thing and the and the thing is, you know, you know, uh, kind of a little bit of a loophole there. And the, and the thing is, you must have a partner in order to fight for the tag belts. And and Braun 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 was thinking last night, guys. He was really really. Who do you, let me ask you this? Though you just mentioned the partners, who do you think Braun's going to get as a partner? Do we see Samoa Joe? Do we see Big Show? I mean, who's your take? Well, like I said, it could be anybody we 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 said that that could have happened for WrestleMania. It, it could still be Samoa Joe. It could still be Big Show. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he picked Kane. Yeah. Heck, it wouldn't, heck, it wouldn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't even surprise me. Yeah. And, and it, it would, heck, it wouldn't even surprise me if he got if he got like the coach or something. I mean, it wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't bother, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Because he just fit the, he, he went out and, just, and you know he, like that he's he's found the loophole here. Right. I mean, like you got to have a partner in order to fight for the fight a tag team match, especially for something like these like title belts. Uh-huh. And then you turn up and and, and think about it. He did everything. He 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 was was smart in thinking about that. Yeah. So. So also, of course, the Brock thing that really took that really took uh, me by surprise. You know, you know, a lot of people were were calling it this to happen a different way. But you know what? At the same WWE court, they say anything can happen. In that. And soon enough, uh, Brock got by Roman and boom. So, but of course, uh, for something you told me earlier, JD, I was not about that. You're kind of breaking out a little bit. We're having a talk. John, hold on, hold on a second. Uh, John, is that your noise in the background we're hearing? Yeah. All right, we're having a tough time hearing uh, Chad because uh, he was about to share something about the Lesnar thing. That's okay. Go ahead, uh, Chad. You're saying about the whole Lesnar thing. Take the bathroom door while I'm talking. That's okay. Don't worry about it. But, I mean, the thing that you told me about there, too, about the Brock's altercation with Vince. Yes, I was going to ask you that next. Yeah, that was – I was really – I, why, why, why would I be really surprised about that? He's not, it's not the first time he's had an altercation with Vincent Man. So I mean, we all we all knew that was possible to go down. So oh, all know WrestleMania. Mm. I I heard different things about this. I heard different. Uh, I heard different uh, points of view about this. I mean, I even got a couple right here on Wikipedia, if you don't mind me reading them here real fast. Please, please, yeah. Uh, uh, Wade Keller, a pro wrestling torch, simply described the Lesnar Reigns main event as a disaster. He noted that the tired and disinterested crowd had chanted things, everything from this is awful to boring, hey, they even chanted CM Punk. As for the other matches, <laughs> the style Nakamura match was a letdown given by the expectations. The Cena-Undertaker match was Crowd pleasing. Yeah. The mixed tag match went about as well as anyone could have hoped, and Oscar failing to really showcase her signature spots before losing almost felt like a di- downgrade in Vince McMahon's faith in her. Also, here's one other thing: Joshua Needleman of the Washington Post, that's a big time newspaper, wrote that this event was one of the most entertaining WrestleManias in recent memory, except for an anticlimactic and remarkably disastrous end due to the New Orleans crowd having made it clear that the main event was not what they wanted. Meanwhile, the Styles-Nakamura match was surprisingly slow and plodding, with the intensity only reaching its expected level toward the end. Also, the mixed tag match exceeded expectations, while the U.S. title match result drew the ire of fans because, quotation marks, fan favorite Rusev was pinned. Lastly, Needleman noted that Daniel Bryan, perhaps the most popular wrestler of the past decade, had the crowd in the palm of his hands during his match. Yeah. So, so, uh, and surprisingly enough, according to Times here, Wikipedia, uh, the the Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, uh, Triple H, Stanley McMahon match was the longest one of the night, twenty minutes forty seconds. Yeah. The WWE title match was in second with twenty minutes twenty seconds. Yeah, the Nakamura uh, AJ match. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, let me see. Others, others, others have noted. Real quick, before you, before you give us more time, uh, the times of the matches, real quick. I got and I asked you this question offline earlier, and I asked John and Neil this question earlier, and I asked them too also offline. Uh, does Brock suffer any backlash for this whole incident with Vince last night, or is it going to be looked over and just swept under the rug, and it's not going to be a big deal? To me, I think it is a big deal when you do something like this. He, 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 well, first off, they, they, you can't let anything like this go. Yeah. You, you can't you can't let anything of this caliber go. You know, especially like this. You, if you if you stuck at something forward, you stuck yeah. at you stuck at something you stuck something forward. The, the owner of, of of this company and the man responsible for this whole thing happening in the first place. And, you know, you go and do that, uh, you're going to have the real price to pay here later on. You're going to pay for it big time. So you, so you better believe that uh, that this is not going to be forgotten. And, you know, if, if they're smart, like, if, if, like I said, if they have plans for Brock to be on Raw tonight yeah. or something, then they're going to have to work this out pretty fast because there ain't no way, you know, Absolutely, absolutely no way that they're going. They're going to let this go on when everybody has already heard about the story, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to solve. They're going to have to solve it pretty fast. And if they don't, well, you know, guess what? They're going to. Uh, they're going to. Uh, um, they're going. To, they're going to. Uh, like I said, be, be living on, be uh, be plagued by this for quite some time. So they need to go ahead and take care of. Uh, take care of this. Uh, this thing here, as you know, as soon as they possibly can here. Like I said, they got about four hours for that before fall starts. I mean, they're going to have to do something. So. Yeah, I'm sure they've been having meetings throughout the afternoon. Another person who's in hot water apparently is what Alicia Fox did with Ronda Rousey's husband, and Nell shared his thoughts about uh, uh, Alicia earlier, and so did John. I got to ask you: Does uh, Alicia Fox, after what she did with Ronda's husband, Howard, by confronting him in the hotel room and getting into a shouting match with him yesterday, I should say, in the lobby, Howard, does she suffer a suspension and a fine, possibly, or maybe is her uh, employment status with WWE right now on thin ice, in your opinion? Well, let me tell you something. First off, I mean, I think part of the punishment was the fact that she didn't get a chance to be involved in the women's battle royal last night. That was probably part of it right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they yeah. That was the reason why she was not on it, was because of this situation involving Ronda Rousey's husband. Right. Uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, if in fact, it, it, if it gets, if it gets to, if it gets to, gets to a point to where, it starts getting in the way of business. Yeah. Then I say, you know, then yeah, they're going to have to do something. I mean, I mean, I mean, do they? Keep, and then they keep her off of TV for a while. They may, as you, I mean, may good, good possibility, like you said, possibly suspend her. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know when if if she's up for anything involved with her contract or not. I'm not sure. I haven't heard. But I mean, I did hear, I did read a little bit about this. Uh, the worst case scenario, I mean, like I like I said before, they did part of it already by not letting her compete in the women's ball royal last night. Right. But uh, but I think I think if they're going to do something a little bit more swift and severe, they're probably going to suspend her. I mean, that's the worst case scenario right now. I mean, the only thing they could do, you know, is is like I said, is 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 let her go. But I think that would only come. Think about this for a second, guys. Sure. This will um, this may the worst case scenario is that they may end up letting her go, but only only if and this is just an opinion unless they unless they feel this has happened already that it may get in the way 
of the business at hand, which is, of course, entertain, of course, keeping the WWE universe entertained. So, mm-hmm. like I said, and, which I don't think, I mean, Alicia Fox, don't get me wrong, she's a terrific competitor. She's a great personality. Um, I do have a great deal of respect for her, what she has done. I mean, she's, yes. she's been a champion there uh, yeah. a couple times. I mean, so she, so she knows how it feels to hold gold. Um, but, but, I mean, if, in fact, like I said, if, if, if Ronda uh, has any, starts having a little bit of difficulty and, you know, starts competing like they start seeing her on TV some, and I don't know when that will end up going on. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if, that, if, they, if this situation blows up in everybody's face and, you know, you know, they start seeing, like, drops in ratings and stuff like that, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, do you better believe that they're one person they're going to probably swing after all this to begin with. I mean, they're not, they're not going to go after Rhonda, or they're not, they're not going to yeah. go after her husband. They're going to probably go after Alicia Fox because right. Alicia Fox is the one obviously that instigated this whole thing. Right. So, so my personal opinion is that they already did. Uh, I know I've said this. Tw- I know I've said this two or three times, but I'll say it again. They did the majority of this already, but likes by not letting her compete last night. Mm-hmm. Granted, okay. Yes. But like I said, the only thing is, if it just gets in the way. Of, of any upcoming things going on that they want to have Ronda Rousey be involved with, then then you better believe that they're going to take more swift action and then worst case scenario they could possibly suspend her. I don't think they would let her go if they still feel that Alicia Fox is 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 one of those that could really uh, um, um, that can keep that can keep giving momentum in the WWE. Then they they won't let her go. They'll just probably just say have her sitting on the sidelines for a little bit. Even in the sidelines, however, I mean, we we've talked a lot. I mean, again, I mean, sometimes we go at nausea. I mean, that's the way we like to do it here most of the time on all the shows. Uh, we've talked about one name in particular that has been discussed, however, Bobby Lashley. Does Bobby Lashley show up on Raw tonight in your eyes after this whole thing blew up with Brock last night in your eyes? You know, this whole thing, like I said, involving Brock and the Universal Title. Okay, you had the same people. Going after these belts for quite some time, and don't get me wrong, they're great competitors. But I think some of the WWE crowd—that's probably one reason why, you know, the ratings are kind of uh, been up and down. All, other than, of course, all these, all the, um, or all the other sports programs and uh, any other big-time programs coming on at the same time. Sure, that's one reason. But I'm sure another reason is because, like I said, that they need to have, like I said, more, you know, bigger competition and maybe uh, some fresh talent. Hopping on to try to, to go after, say, like going after these belts and all becoming number one contender for like certain titles like the Universal Belt and all that stuff. Now, granted, Brock Lesnar's not there all the time, so that's been one little detriment right there. But as you said, you know, there's been a lot of talk about there's been there's been a lot of talk about Brock uh, um, uh, Bobby Lashley coming. We thought we would see him last night, but due to this situation with Brock and uh, Roman, yeah, but. But my, but my, but but tonight, you know, that would really help the ratings a little bit. In my personal opinion, you know, that if you saw a return of that caliber, I mean, as I said, keep in mind he's been fighting an MMA since he left WWE, WWE, right. and of course, and of course with, uh, um, 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 of course, uh, Global Force and all that. Uh, one second, Jim, I'll be right back. Hold that thought. No problem. No problem. 
And while we're doing that, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 Caller ID, one three seven four four pound for Monday, April the 9th, 2018, 4918, ladies and gentlemen. And we do want to welcome the human suplex machine, the rattlesnake, and of course, I'm your host, the Iceman, along with Ted Boss, Mr. Dyson, Chad Hinshaw, as we are having a very interesting discussion right now of the serious ramifications that have happened in the last 24 hours, shall we say. However, following WrestleMania 34, we already told you about Alicia Fox's whole story, and we also talked about now... We're discussing the whole Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley thing, especially after what Brock Lesnar did last night. And before Chad gets back on the line, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure Chad will mention this too. However, right before we uh, close up shop for today, however, there is some big title matches upcoming this week. However, so be ready, folks. We will tell you what nights those matches will be taking place and which belts will be on the line. However, in fact, when Chad returns to the line, we will let Chad talk to you about that, and then we will finish up with him with his comments about Brock Lesnar in, involving Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Uh, let's see, uh, some other news to report, not much going on today, as you can imagine, like I said, hopefully wherever you're at, it's warm, I know it's cold in my neck of the woods, even though it's going to start warming up here by the end of the week, finally, but I will tell you this, guys, I did finally get to see Blockers over the weekend, I did see it on set, and it was, it was alright, I mean, it wasn't great, it was fair, but, uh, there are some funny movies coming out soon, including Super Troopers 2, uh, the one with Melissa McCarthy where she plays the mom going to college. That's going to be pretty funny. And Johnny Knoxville's back in another comedy. Yes, folks, the stars of Jackass, Chris Pontius, and Johnny Knoxville coming out with a new movie in early June, folks. So be sure to check that out at your local movie theater, if you will. That will be returned. Okay, apparently Chad is not back with us, however. Um, while we're doing that, folks, I mean, we can get these out of the way real quick, however, and get these uh, knocked out in one shot, however, we already, we're going to do raw ratings and predictions real quick, and then we'll finish up with Chad's comments, and then talk about the title matches as well, before we wrap it up, and you're going to like what I have for our closing theme today, guys, uh, Fonzie gave me his rating, 2-2, it'll be Alexa and Naya in the main event, and now, what's your rating for tonight's show, and what is our main event in New Orleans? Ah. Uh. Let me look at the um, let me look at the matchup real quick. Uh, if there's any, let's see. Hold on. All right. Give me a second here. Take your time. Ah, uh, let's see. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. Other stuff to keep an eye on. Hmm. Yeah. So they're saying like the the Matt Hardy thing. Okay. So it's uh. Okay, we'll be hoping to learn more about the Abigailist eater of uh, eater of world. We okay. mean consumer of <laughs> of uh, ET tonight. So so they're talking oh, about like the, uh, yeah, the exterior <laughs> exterior <cool> stuff. <laughs> so we have to have to go through uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy now. Oh man. Yes. That's okay. gonna be delightful. Uh, okay. Uh, apparently Chad is back there. Uh, we're just, uh, we're just, you know, uh, giving us our early thoughts for uh, the Raw Rain main event prediction, Chad. We were just going to get those out of the way quickly before you continue on what you were going to say about Lashley, and then we'll get your Raw Rain prediction, and then you'll also tell us real quick, since we'll go past the 5 o'clock hour for a few minutes anyway, uh, what title matches we have coming up later this week. So, Anil, please continue. Um, I okay, have to go. So, oh, you, oh, okay, well, Chad has to go. I know I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no problem, no problem. You can, you can uh, tell, yeah. you can, go ahead, you know. go ahead, Chad, finish up real quick before you. But, okay, let me go ahead and just mention this here. Uh, to answer your question, just, just just in a nutshell here, JD, I think that Lashley will make an appearance, but I think I'm sure if they're smart, they'll do it towards the tail end of of, of the show. Um, 
Just just a quick reminder here, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and swing on through everything my, my stuff for JD, so y'all can go ahead and y'all can finish up his stuff. Y'all can go ahead and get things. Just a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, of course, remember all of our shows this coming week as we continue our, our talk of NXT TakeOver New Orleans from this past Saturday and WrestleMania 34 from yesterday. Uh, be sure, of course, to check out a special edition of Wolfpack from Saturday and also Wolf, our special edition of Revolution from last night. Uh, prediction yeah, I heard it was quite fun. It's myself, Anil, and also Michelle and, her, and Caleb. Oh, nice. So we so we got to have a we got to have a real good treat there. Uh, but a quick reminder here, for, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow tomorrow night on Revolution one three eight zero five five pound uh, live video feed from AWA US History Lives. More talk about uh, uh, of course tonight's Monday Night Raw show. Of course the rest of the news and excuse me, rest of the news and views. We'll talk about the Raw matches from WrestleMania and also some about NXT Takeover. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have uh, uh, Tuesday night, uh, yeah, tomorrow night, the Fatal Four Way match we were scheduled to have Friday, but we're going to have it tonight, uh, tomorrow night. Hitting, of course, uh, of course, Fonzie defending the NWA US World Title against the last kicker, Emery Rickenbach, the Iceman, Jeremy Drama, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. So uh, be sure to join us all for that. Plus, also be sure to join us for. Uh, every, for our, of course, Revolution uh, Wednesday and Friday night, as well as of course Wolfpack Thursday night, and also of course, uh, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, Outside the Ropes, of course, Power Hour on Saturday. So, folks, be sure to join us. It's going to be a happening week here, of course, as we get closer and closer to episode number 500, which I did find out from JD. It will be May. It will be actually um, the day of the. Um, I'm not mistaken, the day. Backlash thing for me. Of uh, the Backlash pay-per-view, yes. May 6th, guys. And, of course, also our 500th episode of Revolution coming up here really, really soon as well. So be sure to join us all for that coming up here this week and, of course, and, and beyond, of course, here in the WWS Radio Network. Uh, raw ratings, predictions here right fast for you guys. Aftermath of WrestleMania. Uh, ratings, I'm going to give it, I'm going to stick with 2-4. Two, two, all right. And also the main event, uh, I am going to go out on the limb here. This is going to be a this might be a surprise. I'm pretty certain that uh, it may end up being a uh, a, um, a possible a possible rematch from one of the matches at WrestleMania. And if I am and 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 I'm going to be and I'm going to take a real big shot at this. I'm going to say somehow Alexa Bliss gets a rematch against Nia Jax. Yeah, Fonzie went with that, too, and he went with 2-2 in that same rating. Yep, he went with you on that so one. Yep. I'm, I'm actually going to say, I was going to also, I was going to also think about maybe doing the, maybe saying the IC one, but the Miz, I don't know what his status is going to be, probably wants to spend some more time with his new child. Yes. So I'm going to aim towards the women, a women's title rematch for the main event for tonight's Raw. So we're going okay. to Okay, very good. Okay, so have it. ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much here. And we'll talk about you here, of course, tomorrow night. Of course, uh, uh, of course, after uh, JD and everyone will bring a good wrestling revisited. I'm yes. back on Revolution. We'll, of course, we'll be have some big time talk here about NXT Takeover, the Raw matches in WrestleMania, wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, and the big Peter four way match for the NWA US World Title Belt. Mm-hmm. So then, guys, this is WWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much, and we'll talk at you here, of course, uh, tomorrow uh, tomorrow night here on our shows here in the radio network. Uh, J.D., 
go ahead and uh, uh, we'll swing it back over to you, take her home, and we'll talk at you here on the flip side. Folks. All right, Ted. Thank you very much, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow night for sure at 9 o'clock. Thank you very much. Take care, sir. Y'all have a great evening, guys. And Neil, take care of John. All right, you too. You too. Take care. All right, take all right, and now you were about to say now, go ahead, Noah, and we do want to thank Mr. W. Sir, for Chad Hitchcock for coming on the line for a little while and sharing his thoughts here of WrestleMania as well as TakeOver. We will check back with him again tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, as he said. We've got a great Tuesday night lined up for you. So, And now go ahead with uh, your thoughts now, please. Um, okay, so now so now I'm reading on uh, sportskeeda.com. So basically, uh, I guess there's like a, a rumor going out that some, some uh, debuts are going to happen. That's what I was talking to John about uh, when you were when you were stepped away. I said last year we had uh, we had Finn Balor debut and then we yep. had a debut of the um Enzo the Cass. revival. So yeah, and then Enzo Cash revival. So so I mean, so this so this is what I'm reading right now. So this is um okay. uh, we can expect a slew of NXT debuts on Raw tonight. Superstars who could debut include the authors of Pain, Ooh, Wonder wow. Moon, Drew McIntyre. And then the former NXT champion Andrade St. Almas, and then it says among others. Um, and then a number of returns also uh, expected, including Big Cass, Jeff Hardy, and Samoa Joe. Ooh, Ooh wow. should, be, should be a good night tonight in the Big Easy. So, all right. Uh, we'll Ooh. definitely watch that, too. And uh, as we said, folks, uh, John will definitely give us an update on all those names, however, and we'll be keeping an eye on that tonight. Let's just say, however, following Monday Night Raw. So go ahead with your Raw rating prediction, please. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a yeah. I'll give it a two-two, just like Chad and Fonzie, and I'll and I'll go with theirs as well. I think uh, I think Alexa will probably bitch and moan to Kurt Angle, saying, "Oh, I lost by uh, by Nia Jax, by, uh, because she cheated and this and that." You know she is, so she'll probably invoke her rematch clause tonight, and then and then try to win it back. And if she doesn't, then that's her final chance. I I think so. Yeah. I think yep. that I think that's the only title that will probably uh, end up being a rematch. Yeah, no doubt. Good point indeed. John, you have the final word of the day. Give us your raw rating prediction, please. Okay, 2.6, and I'm going with Seth and Finn for the Intercontinental title. Ooh, okay. Very good. Good one there, John. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be watching this, guys, and, um, of course, we'll be keeping an eye on that as well. Thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, as we always say here on Raw Radio, Hit Horse to the Tail on the Show, we're ready to close it down. I do want to thank all my colleagues for coming in today, the Human Suplex Machine, the Rattlesnake, and, of course, Mr. W. Chad Inshaw. Next week, we'll have more talk about the aftermath hour. We might have some news about the Superstar Shakeup. You never know. We'll talk about what happened, of course, tomorrow night on Raw. Also tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget tonight at 11.30 p.m. on Facebook.com at GRHS at Facebook.com. Check out John's, John's Raw rant, however, and I'm sure he'll He'll talk about TakeOver, WrestleMania. He'll talk about what happened there the last two days. He'll also talk, I'm sure, about the Brock Vince, Bobby Lashley thing, if it does go down. But tomorrow night should be a great show. And apparently, I think, uh, have we lost John? Yeah, I think we did lose John. Yeah, we've lost John. So, John, thank you for calling in. Unless you're going to call back in before we wrap it up here. If not, thanks for calling in tonight. Uh, folks, we'll be back in the same time next week with episode 137, where we will have the Heartbreak Kid join us, however. Hopefully next week he could not make it today, as I said earlier, due to a prior obligation. So there you have it, folks. A very interesting uh, show, let's just say. And we're looking at the clock here at the Raw Radio Studio desk. However, right now it is exactly 4.57 p.m., just three minutes short of the 5 o'clock 
happy hour, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, or happy hour early on wherever you're at. So, folks, there you have it. Again, I do want to thank all my colleagues, Howard, for coming in tonight. And as we take you out tonight, Howard, I think it's going to be only fitting we play a little funny tune, Howard, and I think everyone's going to like this, Howard. Everyone knows the song, Howard, Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen? Well, this one's actually going to make you laugh. This is the Family Guy version of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? So, folks, I think this will put you in a great mood, Howard, going into the Monday night show. Again, we'll talk to you all next week, same time, same place. And again, tomorrow night, as Chad said, we got a big, big show lined up for you and a great start to the week, Howard. We hope you enjoy it, however, and we will talk to you soon. So, for now, for the Rattlesnake, for the Human Suplex Machine, and yes, for Mr. W78, Chad Hinshaw, this is the Iceman saying, don't be frozen out there. Stay warm, because it's going to be warming up soon, however. And we will not be building snowmen anymore. So here we go now. A little Family Guy version of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Let's, us, let's, uh, I can't say it. Let us hear what you have to say about this version. I think everyone's going to get a laugh out. So enjoy, and we'll talk to you soon. Good night, everyone. Hold on a second. Let's turn up the volume. Okay, here we go. Build a snowman. Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door, it's like you've gone away. Used to be best buddies, now we're not. I wish you would tell me why. Do you want to build a snowman? It doesn't have to be a snowman. Okay, bye. Wanna build a snowman? Or ride our bikes around the house? I think some company is overdue. I started talking to the pictures on the walls. And you did, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. It gets a little lonely. All these empty rooms. Watching the owls tick rise. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.